Blog Talk Radio.
gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. As I turned up the collar on my favorite winter coat, this wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street with not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind, pretending not to see them need? I saw this disregard of broken bottle top and one man's soul. They follow each other on the wind, you know, cause they got nowhere to go. That's why no one yet to know. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. And no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make a change. I've been a victim of a selfish kind of love. It's time that I realize there is a window, not a nickel to love. Could it be really me pretending that they're not alone? Oh, well, oh, deeply scarred, somebody's broken heart, and a washed out dream. They follow the pattern of the wind, you see, cause they got no place to be. That's why I'm starting with me. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. And no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make a change. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. And no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make that Starting with the man in the mirror. Oh, yeah. Change his ways. No message could have been any clipper. If you want to yeah. make the world a better yeah. place, take a look at your mouth and then make the change. You got to get it right. Why you got that time? So when you close your eyes, when you close your Just lift yourself, you know, you got to 
to Dr. Robert X. Form by way of Truth to Power. And uh, I want to thank one of the family members who uh, suggests that we play Michael Jackson for the young man uh, that got choked uh, on the subway. So thank you, family member, for that. And we send in our, our prayers to the young man. May he rest in power. How are you doing, Dr. Robert X.? I'm trying to feel that one, Bev. I'm, I'm trying my best to feel that one. <laughs> should, should we, uh, well, let, this is for the family um, who don't necessarily kick that brother to the curb because, you know, he had he clearly had issues. 
Right. Okay. Um, and I'm sure there are a lot of families, me included, who have people with those same difficulties, and I do have them. So while I have sympathy on some level for the brother losing his life, <clears throat> there's another part of that, okay, another part of that where the people who are victims of people like this brother are being kicked to the curb in huge numbers, huge numbers, as if somehow their pain and suffering don't count. Now, I'm not accusing a family member of that because uh, I'm really not a fan of Michael Jackson. So there's my little bias in there. I respect Michael Jackson, okay? But I'm just, I was just never into Michael Jackson for whatever the reason, okay? Again, that's not disrespecting the family member. So this is for the family, for the rest of the family, because I thought I was tuned in to the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> so I liked it, Michael, this is, for his talent. I, I liked it. Um, he was talented. Yeah. He. Oh, there's no question. He was talented. And see, we we dealt with the form. Cause see, Michael Jackson didn't never do anything that I saw that was injurious to black people. I was just never into his music. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I go back to when they started. And I, I pointed this out before. I was a fan of the five stair steps who were in direct competition with the Jacksons. The five stair steps were from Chicago. Okay? And there are many people who say the Jackson Five basically imitated the five stair steps in Cuby. And we talking history. See, the five stair steps dealt with Love music, really good stuff, okay, back in the day. So maybe next week I'll feature some of their music because we forget these people sometimes, right? Uh, whereas the Jacksons, they were into the bubble gum. That's how we viewed them back in the day. They were for the little children. There was little children music. And again, I'm dating myself, but that was that that was the tenor of what was going on back then. People were into the love music. There was even huge bias there against music coming off the West Coast, California. Uh, you can hear the music, listen to the music, and it has a children's flavor to it back then. All of the music was jumping around and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And Chicago and Detroit were into stepping, so we didn't necessarily vibe with that music. You follow me? But you had, but but it was for the the bubblegum crowd, and they were vibing to it. I know. I agree. That's exactly what I'm saying. So it ain't. I ain't got nothing against Michael Jackson, except I was never into his music. That's what I'm saying. I'm more of a mellow, you know, laid back, give me a little jazz in there. And, yeah, I like jumping around music. But the reason I say that is because of the manipulation that was going on with the music at that time. 
you couldn't hear, depending on what area of the country you were in, certain music being played on black radio stations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And because they were trying to limit the visibility of black artists. So that's why you had a black radio, a black radio, black studios. They were very small, little tiny little studios around the country that would produce black people or uh, produce black people's music. See, I know because I told you my family was in the record business going back then. I have family people that was into that. So I come at this thing from a little different perspective. And then after the 70s, they went straight bubble gum. Okay? When the 70s rolled around, they were changing all the music. I've gone through this before, talking about the synthesization of the music, bringing in the machines and getting rid of the musicians and all that kind of thing. All that was a part of this move to manipulate the music and bring in the white people who would subsequently take over the black music. And at that time, we went to black consciousness. You can't separate this. So uh, black artists who crossed over, that's the term they gave to them, crossover. We didn't like that. Now, I'm sure there are a lot of older people out there who will tell you that I'm telling you the truth. Oh, I know what you're saying, but what about uh, about, uh, the ones of us who had children at that time who was vibing with, that's all you heard in your household, because during that time, I had little ones, and that's what they were, I mean, young ones, and that's what they were listening to. I had children at that time, too. Okay? Now, watch this, Bill. Is it okay for the little children today to listen to Megan the Stallion? Well, these weren't little children. These were teenagers, preteens, teenagers. I, I'm saying it. That's what I'm saying. I'm with you. Is, is it okay for the they children to listen they, to Triple X? They all listen. If, if you tell them not to at the house when they go out among their friends, they going to listen anyway. That's fine. I ain't got nothing against that uh, until I find out because I'm going to school them, right? That's what's missing. That's exactly what's missing. See, you're not going to listen to it in my house. You're not going to listen to Megan Thee Stallion in my house. Now, if you want to go outside and listen to it with your friends, that's another story. But I'm going to school you on what Megan Thee Stallion represents as a teenager. That's my job. And I'm only using her as an example. You can pick out some of the other raunchy stuff, okay? Uh, I'm going to do the same thing. That's part of my job as a parent. And because where does it stop? Anyway, this is for the family. Let's try this one on for size.
Well, the, um, the 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 family member sent me that too, uh, Doctor X. They sent it to me. They sent it to me yesterday. They they didn't send me that song. They sent me the, what they sung. All right. Yeah, ain't that something? Yeah. So you see, yeah. but you I didn't vibing my, on this. Go yeah, ahead. They, they sent me that and Michael Jackson yesterday, but I didn't see it till today. 
Uh, but you see, that just goes to show you that me and the family, we really are on the same page. Yeah, and, they and this, sent me all this right. This kind of goes back to the a part of the conversation with one of the callers last night, uh, my family from out there in California. And, you know, uh, we agree on 90%, 95% on everything we talk about. So the 5% that we disagree on, we're going to sit down at the table and break bread over. For sure. We ain't going to cuss and holler and fight. You right. follow what I'm saying? So it, there was about 300 loves in that song. We need 3 million and probably some more. Because somewhere along the line, black people fell out of love with each other. And see, a lot of parents probably, a lot of parents was probably like me back in the day. I wasn't conscious of what was going on in my house. I had one in the basement scratching, somebody else in their bedroom yep. listening to Michael, somebody else over here listening to something else. It was all, it was all kind of music going on. Yeah, that's because music is generational. Always has been. But we're going to a different place now where everybody's looking at the music and asking, asking themselves, those who are thinking, what is it? Why is it? Does it have a purpose? Why is so much of it nasty? You see, music has charms to soothe the savage breast. You know, Bear, music is extremely important. Extremely important. So I'm not saying that the young people shouldn't listen to that. But there's a reason that that's primarily their diet. As you stated, you were exposed to everything depending on where you went in your house. Right? Yeah. You got all the music. Same here. I had to listen to blues. I hated it. But that was another generation, another era. I had to listen to bebop. I hated it. But that was another generation. My generation came along. It became soul music. There wasn't no such thing as no soul music before that. Okay? And now it's directly tied to a lot of deaths in the black community. All behavior. Watch this, family. This is the other reason why I played this, because I'm sure you may recall the conversation we had yesterday when Brother Mike called in from Chicago, uh, pointing out his disdain for these four black people who killed this cop, this black woman, on, as she was on her way home. Okay? So here's the news accounts, and understand the mainstream media, who plays a large role in this behavior modification program, it's all propaganda. Uh, they are for a lot of what the young people are doing in Chicago and around the country because they're part of the, the propaganda matrix. Okay? So here's what the, the sisters, the young girl, I think she's 23, uh, getting ready to get her master's this week. Y'all know I don't trip on new education, but to work a full-time job and uh, get your master's meant that you were looking ahead for something, right? Because that's extremely time-consuming, particularly that full-time job is you a cop on the street. 
all right? In my neighborhood, in Chicago, I know what that's like. Check this out. Check the mother of the sister. Four teens now accused of killing her. They were all in court today, as was Preston's mother. We want to bring in our team coverage with Suzanne Lemigno. She is outside the Layton Criminal Court building. Suzanne? Jim Marie, inside the courtroom. Officer Preston's family was in the very front row. They sat, each embracing each other. There were audible sighs as certain things were said. They also, at moments, were trying to fight back tears. It was very difficult for them, obviously. At the same time, outside the courtroom, her mother shared with us how she felt after everything about this case was revealed in court. My name is Deanne Moon. An emotional Deanne Moon spoke to reporters surrounded by her family after seeing the four young men charged in the murder of her daughter, off-duty Chicago police officer Ariana Preston. We poured into her. We poured into her education. But as I said in that courtroom today, the people I really felt sorry for was those boys. I felt sorry for them because nobody obviously didn't pour into them. Nobody told them that they, they were loved. Nobody told them that you can do anything. Like, I constantly preach to my daughter. Nobody gave these children any love. What was that last song filled with? Love, 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 love. 300 times. Let me, let me finish this. In court, it was revealed 16-year-old defendant Jalen Frazier admitted to a friend the shooting was his work. He fired a gun at her, and then Preston shot at him and the other defendants. So they shot and killed her. As crazy as this may sound, I pray for their family. I really, really do. I pray for their family. Anytime you can shoot somebody and say, that was my work, what kind of human would say that about another human being? Now, she went on to say that justice for her family would involve a life sentence for each of the defendants. At the Leighton Criminal Court building, Suzanne Lomigno, CBS Tuning. Incredibly. The 16-year-old bragging that that's his work. Now, where that come from? That's a lot of that's coming from the music. Who getting it from the movies? Which is all controlled by the same stuff, the same people. It's part of the programming. And I'm not an absolutist, okay? What I'm saying is, the because I listen to some of these radio programs, particularly on the internet, okay? And, man, some of the stuff I hear, unbelievable. Nothing is left to the imagination. Everything is thrown in your face by both these young males and young females. You see, where's the cutoff point? Is there a cutoff point? Uh, When I heard this, Bev, it just made me live it because I understand that it's the devil. 
Tennessee, the 12-year-old in Baltimore, gets his brains blew out after one of his other victims, 12 years old. After he's threatening to kill a 17-year-old, the mama got to move her son out the city. And then the 12-year-old, who's wearing an ankle bracelet for carjacking, 12 years old. Now he's dead. Because he gets killed roaming around out in the street, 12 years old, with an ankle monitor on. I'm talking about this at this particular point in time because it's required. And black people got to check it. We got to check it. Because these are our children. We're responsible for them. We're responsible for all the content or much of it that goes in their head. Children have to be raised with restraints, period. And I don't give a damn what the government uh, says. I know what the government says. I've been in situations with sisters with children, and I know what the government said. And the children know. So they'll go all the way up to the very edge because they don't understand the consequences of their actions. Your job, our job is to teach them the consequences of their behavior. And the social scientists are in the lab creating all kind of stuff, from chemicals to give them to music that basically assaults their eardrums and retards their thinking processes. And now they want to turn them in at six years old and seven years old into little girls, want to turn little boys into little girls, and want to turn little girls into little boys. It's all connected. They just gave an award to some devil worship and white people. Who, who was that white boy, Bev, that they mimicked uh, during his performance, the devil? And I've never know. heard of these people. But then we come to find out that they some LGBT stuff. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Immediately. Immediately after that, the NAALGBT give their wars to who? Some more LGBT. So we can't look at almost anything in this society and not be critical of it, particularly where it comes to our children. And if you're not thinking about the other side of this equation, your mathematics is incorrect. So truth to power is here to help you deal with the other side of this equation. Somebody say Sam Smith. Is that who you're talking about? Yes, that's who I'm talking about. Straight up in your face. Didn't a little Negro homosexual, didn't he make some devil shoes? Some Satan yeah. shoes? Yes. Wasn't he mimicking having sex with the devil? In his video? Excuse me, family. 
What the hell is that? Our responsibility. I ain't looking for them to change their game plan. I ain't expecting them to change their game plan, but I am expecting us to get our game plan in order to combat what these people are doing. And I'd be damned if I'm going to drink a Bud Light while I'm doing it. (laughs) How about that? This real talk, family. And we need to have that discussion. See, I don't focus on things, and I can't get it out of my head for no reason. When you see me focusing on something for as long as I've focused on black people killing black people in the past, particularly the past year or so, there's a reason for that. Because there's some reckoning coming here. I'm just telling you what I feel on a spiritual level, and that's why I've been saying I am not optimistic at this point. If anybody heard any news today, you understand what I'm talking about. And I didn't hear any today. Oh, Bev, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Look, we have started this thing off with a bang tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so strap yourselves in family Because I don't expect the rest of it to be Any different Okay This is going to, And we're going to play a lot of video Because I want you to hear some things Okay I want you to hear some things Because it's just amazing So many of these people are echoing truth to power And not just me The callers as well all right. Now I tell you what's interesting. Most of the calls we have on here are black men. Yeah. And I, I ain't heard uh, no. Huh? I was wondering where all the females at, the women's at. Well, I feel that some of the sisters are maybe a little ticked off about me, you know, talking about these sisters that are lost. Oh, I don't and think I so. expect that, huh? I don't think I don't think they ticked off. I mean, the family here, we understand everybody got their own opinions, and yeah, but I try to provide more than opinion with factual documentation to to show you what the direction direction that things are going. You see, yes, I have my opinion, and I'll tell you when it's my opinion. But most of so, the time, the I'm be reading room, documentation. In the Go chat ahead. room, they say they're listening. Okay, good, good. Well, I want the sisters, and I've always encouraged the sisters to call in and participate, okay? Because you hear black men on here because we're concerned. Ain't nobody spending four hours listening to no radio program uh, in the, uh, late at night, particularly black men. Right? We're supposed to be out in the street sticking people up. Not listening to this program. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. And the only black people you're going to hear us beating on consistently are black people who have, there's nothing black about them based on their behavior. Well, you got more. I have zero. 
You have Good, more yeah. than black men listening. Uh, say that again? You have more than just black men listening. Oh, I know. I know, but I, what I'm talking about is calling in. Oh, okay. Okay? I, I see a calling in. I, ain't, okay. I know a bunch of sisters listening because I know a bunch of sisters who are listening. I'm talking about other nationality of men are listening to. Well, that's good, too. But my message is, is specifically aimed at black people. If other people want to listen, that's cool. I make it quite clear, and I'm sure they understand where I'm coming from, because I ain't trying to leave white people, Hispanic people, and nobody else nowhere. I'm trying to get black people to listen so we can head in a different direction than we're heading in. Because the quote of old hip-hop song, we heading for destruction. Okay? This is real talk. Real talk. We lost five people. Uh, the sister and them four people, the four young brothers, five at one shot because of their behavior. That's just the only ones they're telling us about. What about the ones that's not even been told about? I keep saying, Bev, add up the numbers in this country of black people who die every year in this country. It'll shock people. China is a huge country. They ain't losing as many Chinese in one year. They got billions of people as black people being killed in this country every year. Pick a country. And the overwhelming majority of it is black on black. And I know about the these social consequences. I know about the historical social aspects to all of it. Studied all of it. So I understand the behavior. But that don't mean that the behavior has to continue. And if we don't stop it, who's going to stop it? Because the other people are encouraging it because they control the apparatus that produce the environment that we exist in. If there's something wrong with being pro-life for black people, then put me on that side. I'm on the wrong side. We ought to all be wearing T-shirts saying zero tolerance for black-on-black crimes. Zero tolerance. Off the chain. And much of it is due to, to the information-poor environment that black people exist in. We have to change the dynamic. And I'm going to my grave. Everything I've done damn near my whole life has been about changing the dynamic that black people exist in. And some of my harshest critics have been people who are closest to me. <laughs> if they call in here, they'll tell you. But they're changing now. Let, let, me, let me show you, family, 
Why, Robert S. Yeah, and I know I liberty is spelled L I V I D. But we if they take can take liberties with the language and the spelling and stuff, we can take liberties with the language and the spelling. <laughs> so I spell livid L I V E D. Cause I understand backwards that means the devil. Because that's what we're dealing with here. And I'm talking about low frequency vibration as we started out the program with yesterday, Bear. Right. We got to deal with this low frequency vibration. Because ain't no damn 12 year olds who can't even think about driving. Got no business out there sticking pistols in nobody's face. Talking about taking their car. At 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Now, yesterday, family, uh, man, I, it's just so much better. I didn't anticipate going going off on no tangent. Uh, but M- Michael Jackson did it, <laughs> and I want to thank him. <laughs> that frequency. It was that frequency, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. No question about it. Uh, but Bear, there was a press conference today with a bunch of Republican, uh, the MAGA people. Let's just put them like that, okay? The MAGA mm-hmm. Republicans. They had a press conference today, and they basically unloaded on Joe Biden's criminal enterprise. There's no way in hell they can get out of this. They got the witnesses. They got the the uh, financial transactions. They got all of it. Okay. Um, they cannot cover this or do whatever the hell they want to do, Bear. Mm-hmm. The important thing is that it's out there. And I hope you got a chance to listen to uh, uh, who was it? Uh, well, I just hope that the family got a chance to listen to some of that. Okay. Uh, but today for me was just absolutely unbelievable, the stuff that I saw. All right? Uh, he, here's a little bit of the press conference today, family. <clears throat> and this is from this white boy, uh, the liberal hive man, on YouTube, okay? You can disregard his dialogue, and that's what I have to do to a lot of these white guys. Okay, I don't care nothing about their dialogue. I want to hear what the meat of what is being said is really all about. So this is it. Check this out. Focused on exposing the abundant hypocrisy of the left. This right here is what I have been saying for years. When it comes to the Biden crime family, the entire web must be revealed. Joe Biden released his tax returns. Nothing to see here, folks. Hunter Biden's broke. That's why he's got to sell his artwork. There have been so many narratives to suggest that the Bidens aren't as rich as you think they are. There's no money coming from China or Ukraine. And certainly not millions upon millions of dollars. My response to all of it is that there must be a thorough investigation to reveal all the little bank accounts, all the shell companies, the personal and family trusts, the whole freaking financial web. I guarantee you, if you look under, you will be shocked at the amount of money bouncing around. The Bidens aren't just these hardworking public servants 
who have saved their money well and invested well and gathered a couple million dollars in net worth. Honestly, that wouldn't even be possible. Think about the amount of kids. Think about their lifestyle, the vacations, the multiple homes. The Bidens live a multi, multi, multi-million dollar lifestyle across the entire family, not just them individually going to the best schools, living in the best neighborhoods, multiple vacation homes, family trips. It's not cheap stuff, and especially not to the extent that the Bidens are doing it, that the Bidens are living it. Question is, where is the money coming from? More importantly, where's the money? Well, folks, let me tell you, the White House is in frickin' panic mode because Republican House Representative James Comer has a whistleblower, supposedly a credible whistleblower, providing information to Congress, exposing the entire web. We've got a big update from James Comer and the GOP oversight investigation, and you know what that means. We've got some stuff to get into, so let's roll the tape. All right, folks, so let's first start off with a basic update here. James Comer provides some details. Uh, all the information that we've received thus far pertaining to bank records, uh, we're going to disclose many of the different LLCs, uh, many of the different transactions that all these different Biden family members have gotten from our adversaries around the world. Now, we don't believe this was just a coincidence that all these Biden family members were receiving uh, money from these this web of LLCs into their personal bank account. We believe this was done in exchange for something that uh, then Vice President Biden and, and now President Biden uh, would have done. Uh, we spent the past hundred days pouring over bank documents. I've used subpoena power to get these bank documents. We've been meeting with uh, former associates of the Bidens in their different influence peddling schemes. We've been meeting with whistleblowers. We know exactly uh, what this family was doing. And by all accounts from the, the media reports that we're getting, what they're looking at charging Hunter Biden on is a, is a slap on the wrist. It's a drop in the bucket. I mean, obviously, Joe Biden was, was involved in all these things, despite the fact that he's lied to the American people, despite the fact that uh, his press secretary continues to lie about it. We've already produced one wire from one LLC, uh, totaling over a million dollars to four different Biden family members. And now we're going to produce uh, an additional five Biden family members, more countries, more LLCs, more bank accounts. I mean, this thing is much bigger than anyone would have ever predicted, and it all points towards Joe Biden, the big guy. Now, this right here is exactly what we've been waiting for. Of course, we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, and maybe this is a little bit dumb to be recording this video at this specific time since it's Tuesday and this stuff is releasing tomorrow on Wednesday when I'm actually going to release the video, but I'm putting a little bit of blind faith into James Comer. So far, everything he said has been accurate. He has inside sources and legitimate bank records. He showed actual wire transfers, million-dollar transactions being dispersed between Biden family members. He says what he's provided so far is just the tip of the iceberg, and now there's more Biden family members involved and supposedly another five LLCs. There needs to be transparency. And coming from the Democrat perspective, fighting in the legal system for six years straight to have Donald Trump's tax returns finally released by the courts, after this big fuss about financial transparency and tax transparency, well, the same standard must be applied to the Bidens. I have a feeling there's probably a reason why they don't want that to happen. Because, of course, as we know, Donald Trump has a legitimate alibi, actual business. He owns and operates actual real estate assets that generate cash. Does he use certain tricks to avoid paying taxes? Of course, like anybody else he does, or anybody else in his position. But the whole picture makes sense. With the Bidens, it makes no sense. It's hard to get actual information related to Hunter Biden, although he has previously stated... 
depending where you look, you see different numbers. It's hard to tell exactly what's true and what's not. But Hunter Biden is a pretty high estimated net worth. We don't know the exact number, but just in terms of the assets that the Bidens own, I don't want to put a number, but it's probably quite up there. The question we keep asking in these videos is where does the money come from? There is no Biden family business. It's a political dynasty. How did they make this money? How is it that they're just seemingly on the receiving end? Now, as we're learning a whole lot more than a lot of people expected, how is it that they're receiving these millions upon millions of dollars out of nowhere and living these lavish lifestyles? Something stinks to the high heavens. Something makes no sense. And it's a whole lot more sketchy just looking at the whole operation, the whole scheme. If the money was legitimate, they wouldn't have to go through such lengths to hide it. They wouldn't need so many different companies and legal trickery to hide the money and hide the transactions. They wouldn't need to disperse the money through the entire Biden clan. They're doing that clearly for a reason. They get a million dollars and they split it up between all the different family members. It could be to avoid taxes by taking advantage of lower marginal rates if they split the money up into smaller chunks and divvy it up between family members. It could also be to raise less suspicion. At the end of the day, though, it's highly, highly suspicious, especially when it comes to Hunter himself. Hunter Biden wasn't working. He wasn't doing anything. He was flying around the world, literally smoking crack and indulging in expensive escorts across the world. How do you make money with a crack addiction? There's highly successful professionals and professional athletes who made tens of millions of dollars, maybe hundreds of millions of dollars in their lives. But when crack comes into play, when a crack cocaine addiction comes into play, well, they tend to go broke. Hunter Biden somehow manages to enrich himself and his entire family by working real hard, you know, bouncing around the world in different hotel rooms, smoking crack and enjoying himself. According to the current investigation and the information that we have related to Biden's, Apparently, Joe Biden was footing the bill. One thing that we don't talk enough about, uh, I know President Biden's just so proud of his son, but let's, you know, we have the evidence that Hunter Biden paid for, paid tens of thousands of dollars for prostitutes that were trafficked through an international trafficking ring. Oh, I mean, I mean, yes, ick. And President Biden, during about a four or five month period, offered to pay for about $100,000 of, of Hunter Biden's bills when he was spending tens of thousands of dollars on these women who are trafficked. Now, it's, that is at a minimum morally reprehensible and wrong, and the president's defending that, and the media isn't even looking well, into it. You know, it's a pretty expensive lifestyle. Traveling alone is expensive. The flights, five-star hotels, and on top of that, a crack addiction, and paying for adult services across the world doesn't come cheap. Please explain to me how Joe Biden would be able to pay for that. What investments does Joe Biden have generating that kind of cash flow to be able to take care of himself and his son's interesting lifestyle? From my understanding, Joe Biden's been on a pretty modest government salary for his entire adult life. How do you get to a point where you make $16 million in a year? How do you get to a point where it seems like your entire family net worth all combined is most likely above $100 million? How do you pay $50,000 a month in rent? Literally none of it adds up. And so clearly the simplest explanation here is that something most likely fishy is going on behind the scenes. We know that. And it seems like the White House knows that as well as they enter sheer panic mode. White House now banning New York Post from Biden's speech as case against Hunter heats up. Quote, we are unable to accommodate your credential request to attend the investing in airline accountability remarks on the 8th of May. Ah, democracy and open discussion and transparency. And of course, what they mean by that is banning certain news organizations from being able to participate in the White House press because that news organization happens to 
report on the Biden crimes and was the first to break the Hunter Biden laptop story last election season. We already have proof of shady business dealings flagged by banks, by the way, and financial institutions from back in 2016, 2017, dating all the way back to, I think, 2007. Well, apparently a whole lot more is about to drop. Things are going to get real freaking bad for the Bidens. Obviously, they know it or they wouldn't be banning certain outlets from participating in the White House press. Let's see what drops. People are saying it's going to be big. Maybe, just maybe, they might finally see some accountability. That's what I got for you guys, though. Scandalous. Absolutely scandalous. Look, Bear family, they have to take down the Internet. See, this goes right back to what I was talking about yesterday with the move by these demonic people globally, because it ain't just the Bidens. It's not just the Bidens. There's a global cabal pushing all this stuff. And these are primarily the the real perpetrators of the system of white supremacy, because they're all white. They have to take down the Internet. You mark my words. They have to. You see? We just getting started here, family. It's just... There really aren't any words to describe it. And especially with um, Tucker going on the internet, you know. They got to shut him down. So look for the internet to be totally destabilized. And they're going to try to say it's a terrorist attack. They'll probably say Russia, Russia, Russia. And this is why I've been warning people, Bib. Again, this didn't just start with me. This goes back decades with me warning black people about the dangers of the media. Decades. I'm not the only one. I just focused on it because I see how dangerous it is. And then people take it and run with it. You know, Bear family, you talk to your average family members that ain't tuned in to Truth to Power, and it's like listening to CNN. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong. So I guarantee you, I don't even have to tune down that way, and I don't. Mainstream black talk radio today, we're all happy. I don't have to tune into it because I know what their diet is. And it just makes me angry because I'm willing to sit down with any of them with your permission, family. I don't go on other people's radio programs without your permission. Because I do treat this like truth to power family. We speak in truth to power. We ain't uh, acquiescing to power. That's not, y'all already know that. I don't have to tell you. My history speaks for itself on this station. So it's not about me, and I don't allow it to be about me. It's about what's going on in this environment that we're in, and what's the best way to deal with 
removing ourselves from it. Okay? Now, we mentioned that Trump case yesterday, right, Bear? Right. With the, the crazy little white girl. You can't go sit 30 seconds and listen to that little white girl and not understand that she's out of her damn mind. Have you mm-hmm. seen her, Bear? Nah, I've seen a picture of her. I haven't heard her talk. He says she's crazy. Bear, it's obvious. That's that's what the 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 really crazy thing is. All you have to do is listen to her for thirty seconds, and it comes through. Let, let me real quick. Let me give you an idea. This is about thirty-seven seconds of her talking to this homosexual Anderson Cooper. And listen to how she talks to him. There's so many sexual connotations. This was not. This was not sexual. It just. It, it hurt. It just. It just. You know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a. I mean, as a violent assault. It is not. I think most sexual. people think of rape as being sexy. Mm-hmm. No, think of the fantasies. Mm-hmm. We're just going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> She's flirting with a homosexual. She says, did you hear a bear? <laughs> now, I, I want the family to understand. They changed the law in New York to get Orange Man. Statue of limitations for this ran out 25 years ago. They changed the law so that they could basically try to jam up Orange Man, even though, again, no evidence. Let me do this. Let me let me read this, and then I'm going to tell you, or I'm going to show you, like I said yesterday, who and what is behind it. Okay? Check this out, family. This is from the Washington Examiner. Okay, uh, a, a mainstream D.C. establishment newspaper, the Washington Examiner. Carroll versus Trump, the rape case that started at a resistance party. The rape case that started at a resistance party. Here's what they say. And by the way, this was written in April. April 24th, so this is before the case goes on trial. Jury selection begins Tuesday in a lawsuit brought against former President Trump by the humor and advice columnist E. Jean Carroll, who says Trump raped her sometime in 95 or 96. Carroll, now 79, can't remember which year it was, but at a minimum, The alleged attack took place about 27 years ago. Although she says she has two friends, uh, or she says she told two friends about it at the time, the writer, Lisa Birnbach, and New York television newswoman, Carol Martin, Carol did not report the alleged crime to any authority. She didn't tell anyone else. 
years passed. The statute of limitations for a rape charge came and went. Even when, 20 years later, Trump ran for president and other women accused him of sexual misconduct, Carol remained silent. Carol said she did not speak up because her elderly mother, a longtime Republican, was ill, and Carol did not want to set off a distracting controversy. Damn, she's 79. Her mama had to have been 90-something, right? At 90-something, you barely in this world. Let me stop editorializing. They're going to say, she also worried that accusing Trump might actually help his campaign in some key states in the 2016 election. And she most certainly did not want to help Trump win. So for personal and political reasons, she remained silent. Carol has said her mind changed in late 2017 when the powerful Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein was accused of sexual assault. The hashtag MeToo movement began and gathered steam. To Carol, it suddenly seemed possible that even Trump could be held to account, her lawsuit says. Yet, even then, Carol did not speak out. It was not until 2019 that Carol publicly accused Trump, who by that time was president of the United States. Why in 2019? Because she had a a powerful, because she had a product to sell. In the spring of 2019, Carol began a promotional tour for a book in which she described what she says Trump did to her. As part of the promotion, in the run-up to the book's publication, Carol appeared on the cover of New York Magazine, wearing the same dress she said she was wearing when Trump allegedly attacked her in a dressing room at the New York department store Berghoff Goodman more than two decades earlier. I won't bear. Can you picture a billionaire in a clothing store going into a woman's dressing room and raping her? Mm. He didn't even want to, as we said yesterday, he didn't even want to shake your hand. He he didn't he wouldn't want you to get too close to him. Uh, on his face, you already know that going into this before you even do anything else to do exactly. maybe women take uh age tests and all kind of stuff. Cause that's who he was. He was a playboy. Yeah. He ain't hid from that. Okay? That's what he was. And all the women that he was playing with, they all loved him. That's what they hot they hate. Yeah. Cause go back and recall, uh several of those women back in twenty sixteen came forth and said he never mistreated us. He's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't know what to do But let me go on with this Because this, this is comical But it's serious Okay They say And in this case They say It's also true that, that writing a book Unlike going to the police Was a way to make money While making news And in this case It was a book With a spectacular allegation In any event The rape that allegedly happened In 95 or 96 did not become public until 2019 when New York ran an excerpt of Carol's new book. 
the excerpt was titled, check this out, family, Hideous Men. Because remember, the backdrop to this is Me Too. And she got these Me Too women in the media fronting for her. Okay? They say, a cover blurb, oh, wait. They say the excerpt was titled, Hideous Men, quote, unquote. And the book was, What Do We Need Men For? A cover blurb called it most bitterly funny, fantastically furious book to explode out of the Me Too movement. That's in quotes. All of this came out of the Me Too movement, okay, with these radical lesbians. That's why she's sitting up there on CNN flirting with a homosexual. Because she's an old freak. And it's obvious. Let me go on. They say as part of her promotional efforts preceding publication, Carol used Trump's fame and notoriety to start a new career in what might be called the hideous man business. For a fee, Carol conducted what she called, quote, the, the most hideous man in New York City walking tour. That's in quotes. And when she led a tour group on a 90-minute walk around some of the city's uh, hashtag Me Too landmarks, the tour began at Bergdorf Goodman's 58th Street entrance, precisely the place where Carol said she had, uh, she, she said she, she first encountered Trump on the awful day he attacked her. But Carol conducted the tours in the weeks and months before she revealed her rape accusation against Trump, which made the bird dog stop a little odd. Why start at the place where Carol said Trump raped her when that alleged rape was still a closely held secret? In addition, Carol's friend, Bernbach, who confirms that Carol confided to her about the alleged rape in 95 and 96, wrote a puff piece about Carol's tours in the New Yorker. Birnbach's account described Carol leading the tour group to Trump Tower, where she said, quote, 23 women have come forward to say that President Trump tried to oogle, touch, grindy, grindy, grabby, grabby, and worse with them. It is 24 women if we include Ivana, the mother of Don Jr., Eric, and Ivanka. Of course, it would have been 25 if Carol revealed that Trump had raped her, but neither Carol nor Birnbach said a word. Everybody saved the secret for the book. When Carol unveiled the rape accusation, New York posted notice of the excerpt on Twitter. On June 21st, 2019, ahead of the book's July 2nd publication date, Trump reacted in a classic, classically Trumpian fashion. He denied it all. He said he never met Carol in my life. He said she was, quote, trying to sell a book that should, that should indicate her motivation, unquote. Later, he said of Carol, quote, number one, she's not my type. Number two, it never happened. It never happened, okay? Now, watch this, Bear. That's what 
the defamation uh, 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 of filing against him was about, about him saying she's just trying to make money. They call that defamation. And they gave her $2 million. But you got to understand, family, the two most political, corrupt systems of so-called justice is uh, the uh, judicial system in D.C., the D.C. Circuit, and the Southern District of New York, where they've been hiding all kind of stuff about Jeffrey Epstein and the Jewish Mafia for decades. Family. Okay? Now, they go on to say, Carol Reddy produced a photo of herself in a group with Trump at a party sometime in the 1980s. So the rape takes place in the 90s. But she got a photograph at a party from the 80s. That was proof he had, in fact, met her before. That it wasn't just them two. Trump was with another woman. In the photo, I've seen the photograph. Okay, like you at a party and somebody won't come take a picture with you. I can't tell you how many times this happened to me. People want your autograph and all kind of stuff. And I never accept or give anybody an autograph. I would tell the people, I'll give you my autograph and you give me yours. Just to let the people know, just because I know some things, don't mean that I'm any different than you are. Okay, now let's go on. They say he dismissed that as no big deal because it was a brief moment in time and he attended thousands of parties in the 1980s. He was, they got him in a picture with Jeffrey Epstein, video, until he found out what Epstein was about and banned him from Trump property. Okay, they tried to jam him up with Epstein. And couldn't do it. <laughs> and everybody know it. Let's, let's keep going. Because this gets even better and totally unbelievable. They say, that is where things stood when Carol, uh, by then a darling of the anti-Trump resistance, attended a party at the Manhattan home of another resistance figure, the writer Molly Young Fast. Okay. The party was in honor The party was in honor of yet another resistance figure, the comedian Kathy Griffin. You remember Kathy Griffin there? Yeah, she <clears throat> she the one that had the head in her hand chopped off. Bingo. Bingo, with blood running out of it and got in big trouble because of it. Right. Okay. She at the party. Party. They say among among those in attendance was still another resistance figure, the lawyer, George Conway. Tell the family who George Conway is there. I don't remember who George Conway, who was he? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. His wife, hmm? his wife, who's a Republican Party operative, 
they come from the elite Republican Party, okay? So as far as I'm concerned, she was always a spiber. Her husband threatened to leave her unless she left the Trump orbit. Oh, yeah. She was his first person. Press secretary at one point. And what was that? What was no? She wasn't a press secretary. What was she? But, but that's all right. His name is George Conway. Now you know her name. Uh, yeah, I can't think. I'm looking at her. I know who you're talking about. Ninety-nine percent of the times I ever saw this woman, um, her lipstick was smeared. Mm. I know for a woman that's a no-no, but that's because she ran her mouth 150 miles an hour. Because that was her, that was her job, public relations. Oh, she was a public so relations. Okay. Yeah, she was like a a PR person for Trump. Her name mm. is Kellyanne Conway. Right, right, Kellyanne. Yeah. But her daughters, her family is woke. Yeah. Now, the husband George Conway hate Trump with a passion. He's a little short, round, fat dude. Look like Humpty Dumpty. I'm not exaggerating. He threatened to take their daughters away from her unless she left the Trump orbit. And one of the daughters uh, was gone, was threatening her too. That's right. Look, George Conway was a part of this right wing, uh, the Lincoln Project. You heard of him? Mm Mm-hmm. But most of them are gay. Several of them got busted being pedophiles. George Conway looks like he could, somebody drew him or cut him out of a pedophile notebook. What I'm saying is don't put anything past these people. Because they're part of that Republican elite, which is every bit pro-Epstein as a Democrat elite. They all eat out of the same toilet. Let me put it like that. Mm. That's gross. Ain't no way in the hell they're going to ever have me on no mainstream black radio station. (laughs) (laughs) Me me and you, neither one of us. (laughs) (laughs) If we don't do it ourselves, it ain't going to get done. That's just the way it is. Okay? Anyway... They say the gathering, the party, was in the words of the New York Times account, quote, resistance Twitter comes to life, unquote. So they partying on how they're going to get orange man, okay? They say Conway was someone important for Carol to meet, a high-powered lawyer back in the 1990s. He had been part of the so-called elves. The elves, you know, like Kiba elves. Who in the hell names themselves elves? Those are some of the creepiest little things. He that comes out of what's the movie series? Where you had the elves and the dwarfs and oh yeah, the, uh, they hate the woman that wrote that series now. Cause she said a woman is a woman is a man is a man, so they boycotting her now. Mm. 
but he belonged to this group. And I told you he's a little bitty, tiny little something, but he's round. He looked, if he put his hands to his side and put on a multicolored shirt, you probably kick him thinking he was a beach ball. Somebody said, you talking about Snow White? No, 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 no. You talking about that movie with them little people. I know what you're talking about. This was a series. Oh. Oh. White people love this series. And I'll be honest. I just saw the series not more than three or four weeks ago. Because I'd never watched it before. So when they, when they dissed the white woman for basically saying a man is a man and a woman is a woman and they shouldn't be competing in women's sports, they dissed her. Okay? Oh, man. Come on, Dylan, help me out with this. Was they dealing with wizardry and stuff like that? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. There was the, the Lord of Mordor. Oh, I can't think of the name of it. I got it right on the tip of my tongue. Everybody know it. Everybody know the movie. The Hobbits, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Thank you, Bill. Very metaphysical series. I must do something on Lord of the Rings before I leave up out of here. Okay? Because it's more than that to that movie than meets the eye or that series. Anyway, that the author of that series, they dissed her. Mm. But you got all these little bitty little things, little people running around uh, encountering wizards and demons and monsters and and they two feet five inches tall. That sounds like Hollywood one, to me. Well, there's a book called The Kingdom of the Elves that was given to me by a close friend of mine who now has Alzheimer's, okay? Brother used to come by my house, and he's one of those brothers who always made sure uh, that if he couldn't attend the forum, he would come by and and buy a copy. Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Okay, Harry Potter is another one. I've I yeah. never watched them either. Okay, I, For me, those movies were strictly for white people. So I never engaged in watching them. Okay. Anyway, let me. I could have mixed up too the authors of these books. It could be the author of Harry Potter. But in any case, I think you might be right, Drew. In any case, uh, these people, uh, as usual, uh, jump on on people who criticize them or who disagree with them with both feet. All right. And it's, it has a somewhat to do with what Tutmos was talking about yesterday with ESG. All right? Or as the mafia say, we're going to make you an offer you can't refuse. If you refuse it, we're going to kill you. I even hear, uh, oh, damn, I'm running a blank on things because I got so much in my head and I ain't planning on talking about these things. But the brother that they said had a stroke now, as I understand it, he may not have had a stroke. Yeah, that, that's what I heard too. Fox, Jamie, yeah. Well, the Fox guy. Yeah, Jamie Fox. But his last name is 666, so he should have, first thing he did when he got to Hollywood, he should have changed his name. Hmm. 
But they say that's what they do when you try to step out of it. You know, it's like once yeah, you join the mob, you married to it. That is the mob. No divorcing. Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Bill. Everything we're talking about, if it's Joe Biden, all of it is interconnected. Hollywood and the media have perpetuated a fraud when it comes to Joe Biden, the election, and a host of other things. And then you have to ask yourself, well, who are the major owners of Hollywood? When we know the Chinese have major investments there now, but we know who they bought it from. We know who they got it from. And we know who the managers of Hollywood is. It ain't just got that way. And that's why you see them throwing black lesbians and homosexuals all in your face. Just like the media. It's all the same thing. It's all media. All perpetuating the same fraud. You see? Go to the music industry. Half of them now want to be an actor or actress. Well, what you willing to give up? According to Jamie Foxx, he got some video uh, with some people on it. I mean, that's what I heard. Yeah, I heard it too. Yeah. And many of the people that he got on the video, uh, some of us have pointed out that they ain't numbered lightweight gangsters. They frauds. When the media need them, they throw them out there every election. And the other interesting thing is they all seem to have famous dead bodies around them. Like they say in P. Diddy, the main one. So the the dead body around him would be Biggie, right? Yeah, and, they say, and his woman and others, right? Yeah, and look at Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is the West Coast equivalent of P. Diddy. Mm-hmm. You see? Uh, he got dead bodies around him too, don't he? Tupac? Yeah. And he make a... He'd make a new song every week. Okay? Now, I ain't saying. I'm just saying. Let's go on with this because it gets even better here, family, if you can believe this. We ain't got to the good part yet. Okay. And, Bev, remind me to find that uh, that song. uh, I think it's Quincy Jones, The Good Part. The Good Part, that's the name of it. That's the name of the, I think that's the name of the song, The Good Part, okay. by Quincy Jones. The, it's funny his name come up in this discussion because we all know he's like the the godfather yes. of a I'm lot of this stuff. It. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, they say by 2019, wait. They say Conway was someone important for Carol to meet. A high-powered lawyer back in the 1990s, he had been part of the so-called L's, a group of lawyers who secretly helped Paula Jones sue Bill Clinton for sexual harassment. Why? Because Clinton didn't want to play ball with Is It Real? And that's why they set him up with uh, Paula Jones with the other little big, big nose, big face white girl. Okay. Anyway, that don't remove the fact that Bill Clinton was a serial rapist. I'm just telling you the politics of the thing. 
okay? Clinton's crowning, crowning achievement was to get Arafat and Netanyahu to shake hands and agree to some peace accord. And on the day uh, Netanyahu came to this country, the day he and Clinton and uh, Arafat were supposed to meet, and you might recall, family, Arafat was so scared, he was in a bunker for the last years of his life because he knew they was going to kill him. Right? And in a, in a real way, he was working with them. That's another whole story. See, that's how many roles this stuff goes down, family. People you think, an organization you might think, are working in your interest, and that goes for the Palestinians as well. Ain't necessarily working for you, in your interest. They control opposition. Anyway, see, I'm going down that road. They're going here to say his wife, Kellyanne Conway, ran Trump's campaign and went to the White House as a top advisor. For his part, George Conway was originally interested in a big job in the Trump Justice Department. Later, when that didn't happen, he became virulently anti-Trump, so much so that he would be invited to a party for Griffin at Young Fast Apartment. At that party, Conway became an elf all over again. As the guests enjoyed themselves, Conway persuaded Carol that she should sue Trump for defamation. The idea was that when Trump denied having met her and then said she was making up the rape accusation to sell a book and then said she, Carol, was not his type, that was all defamation. Did you hear me, family? He's supposed to be able, she's supposed to be able to accuse him of rape, and he ain't supposed to be able to say nothing. And by the way, he was not found uh, guilty of rape. That's the whole case. But they went around that because of the criminality of the Southern District of New York and the D.C. District. They're not alone. They're just at the top of the heap when it comes to protecting criminal behavior. Okay? Now, they go on here to say, uh, let me see. Oh, okay. The idea was that when Trump denied having met her and then said she was making up the rape accusation to sell a book and then said she, Carol, was not his type, that was all defamation. Carol could sue Trump for Carol could sue Trump for that. And then, of course, the case would focus on whether the alleged rape actually occurred. So it would be like having a rape trial for Trump, even though the statute of limitations was long past. Carol said she had never been interested in suing Trump, but the talk with Conway convinced her. Conway even suggested a lawyer, Roberta Kaplan. If this sounds like an Old Testament playbook, I'm going to leave it up for you to decide, family. Roberta Kaplan, who co-founded a hashtag MeToo legal defense nonprofit group called Times Up. Y'all remember? It has subsequently disappeared. Kaplan 
was apparently deeply committed to helping victims of sexual abuse, but deeply committed to politics too. In August 2021, she resigned from Time's Up over sexual misconduct allegations against New York Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo, because that was her buddy. So she didn't want to do anything about him, because that was her buddy. Okay? Uh, They say the problem was Kaplan was not standing up for victims, but was involved in an effort to discredit one of Como's alleged victims, according to a New York Times report. The E. Jean Carroll case would be a mix of sex and politics, but with a Republican villain. Carroll set for a deposition last October and was asked how the lawsuit came about. This is what she said. Question. At what point did you decide to file a lawsuit against the defendant? Trump. Answer. Well, whenever I went after the story, people said, are you going to sue him? Are you going to sue him? I would say, no, 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 no. Uh, Not going to do that. I'm just not. And then I had a conversation with someone who knew the ins and outs, an actual lawyer. And he said, you should really seriously think about, about this. He's talking about, she's talking about Conway. She said, uh, the question, who was that lawyer without getting into the conversation? Answer, George Conway. Question, how did you meet George Conway? Answer, met him at a party at Molly Young's, Molly Young's fast house. Question, was he your lawyer at the time? Answer, no, 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 no. Question, so after you spoke to George, did you retain counsel? Answer, Yes. Question. How soon after? Answer. The day after. The day, two days later. Question. Did George recommend Miss Kaplan? Answer. Yes, he did. <laughs> A lawsuit was born. In November 2019, Carol sued Trump for defamation. Trump, who had the protections of office as president of the United States, tried to get the suit thrown out. Legal wrangling ensued. Then, two things happened that changed the case. First, Trump left office. Second, in 2022, the New York legislature passed what was called the Adult Survivors Act. This in 2022, last year, family, which allowed people who said they were victims of sexual assault to sue their alleged assailants regardless of when the alleged attack occurred, even if the statute of limitations was long over. But the new law gave victims just one year to do it. That was called a one-year look back. No, that was called, uh, what was it called there? (laughs) Uh, did you E. e Jean Carroll window? Climb your line ass on in here. Okay? A one-year look back. No. It's climb your line ass through this window that we just cracked for you. They say the Adult Survivors Act went into effect on November 22nd, November 24th. Ain't that thanks taken? 
2022. November 24, 2022. Within hours, Carol filed another suit against Trump. This time, she repeated the defamation charge and then added an allegation of battery under the Adult Survivors Act. So the trial beginning now will be about more than just defamation. It will also cover the facts of whether Trump committed battery against Carol on that day back in 1995 or 1996, 27 years ago. It will not be a criminal trial, even if found responsible. Trump would not go to jail, but Carol will seek significant financial damages. She's also receiving financial support in the case. And no one should be surprised to learn it's coming from Resistance World. As part of the pretrial depositions, the news emerged tech billionaire Reed Hoffman is bankrolling Carol's case. Now, remember, family, when she was questioned earlier, she said she didn't get no money from nobody. Okay? So let me read that part again. As part of the pre-trial depositions, the news emerged that tech billionaire Reed Hoffman is bankrolling Carol's case. Like so many others involved on Carol's side, Hoffman is profoundly anti-Trump. He's also not afraid to push the envelope on anti-Trumpism. In 2018, he apologized for funding a group that secretly imitated Russian disinformation tactics in an attempt to benefit the Democrats in Alabama's special election for the U.S. Senate. They set up the opposition with some fake phone calls, and then the media jumped on the white boy Judd, who they said was a white racist, blah, blah, blah. Y'all know how the story go, right? And, of course, he lost the election, and then they got busted. He don't go to jail. They don't have another election, right? He just apologized because he Old Testament billionaire, but that ain't the half of it. Let's keep going. Hoffman's money was made, has made some ways in the Carroll case because in her October 22nd deposition, Carol denied that anyone was paying her legal fees. Here's what Carol said. Question. Are you presently paying your counsel's fees? Answer. This is a contingency case. Question. So you're not paying expenses or anything out of pocket to date. Is that correct? Answer. I'm not sure about expenses. I have to look that up. Question. Is anyone else paying your legal fees, Ms. Carroll? Answer, no. Deb, knowing this, what's going to happen on the appeal? Uh, what? Um, excuse me, I was looking at something else. What you say now? You got to, uh, I, I don't know what you were saying. That's all right, Bill, no problem. The family know what I'm saying. Uh, check this out. She's, uh, that's automatic. That's her deposition. She lied on her own deposition saying she basically was uh, having the case done by a lawyer, and she, and she would pay the lawyer based on the ruling in the case. 
That's in her deposition. Now we find out that Reed Hoffman is financing her. Let's keep going. Uh, so she lied. Okay. On her deposition. Okay. That's the basis for her trial. She committed perjury on her own against herself. They say as the trial approached, Kaplan, Kaplan, Carol's lawyer, remember, this is the Me Too woman, uh, wrote to the Trump legal team to admit that what Carol said was not true. Quote, during the course of preparing for her testimony at trial, Ms. Carroll has recollected additional information. Kaplan wrote, while Ms. Carroll stands by that testimony about this case being a contingency case, she now recalls that at some point her counsel secured additional funding from a nonprofit organization to offset certain expenses and legal fees. Oops. The nonprofit organization was a Hoffman group called American Future Republic. Trump's legal team immediately protested that Carol's belated disclosure of material information raised significant concern as to Carol's bias and motive in commencing the lawsuit against Trump. The judge, Lewis Kaplan, no relation to Roberta Kaplan, has not fully decided the question. So now the trial begins. The anti-Trump world is again filled with hope that Trump will be held accountable to use their favorite phrase. But just as in the case of Trump's indictment, also in Manhattan, the Carroll lawsuit is not a very good test. For one thing, the alleged rape took place a long time ago. Carroll can't even remember the year. There are reasons we have statutes of limitations. As years and then decades go by, evidence disappears, memories fade, Witnesses died. At this point, it's simply not possible to prove in any real sense that Trump raped E. Jean Carroll in 1995 or 1996. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But it's too late to know now. In addition, advocates for the Adult Survivors Act wanted to address the tremendous suffering that victims of sexual abuse experience. The lawsuit claims Carol endured, quote, significant pain and suffering and uses some form of the word suffer 11 times. Yet, in a June 24, 2019 interview with CNN's Anderson Cooper, part of the book promotion, Carol declined to refer to what happened to her as a rape and offered this statement, quote, that's what I played just a few minutes ago, family. Okay, Y'all heard it for yourself. This is what she said. I just have trouble with the word. I just have trouble. I write an advance column for 25 years, and women write to me with these devastating stories, and they have been violently, you know, disposed of by men. And I just, I feel too much respect for their suffering. I didn't suffer, Anderson. I did not suffer. I did not lose my job. I wasn't beaten, unquote. But the lawsuit uh, has suffering in it 11 times. <laughs> let, let me go on. They say, 
So what does it all mean? It means that this is a murky case, far too old to prove, with basic impossible to establish. It's being pushed forward by a group of politically motivated resistance figures who have been for years trying to defeat Trump in any way they can. Carol, the plaintiff, sometimes seems swept up by the energy they have created. Lastly, there are investigations of Trump going on now. The Georgia election case, the Justice Department classified documents case, and the Justice Department January the 6th case that, con- that considers serious criminal issues that occur within the statute of limitations for the crimes that might be charged. Yes, the resistance wants to hold Trump accountable. But is E. Jean Carroll the one to do it? Now, that's mainstream Washington Examiner. Okay, now, let's go to not-so-mainstream, the Daily Caller.com. So you see, why is it that the mainstream mentioned that Reed Hoffman financed this thing but didn't go into detail about who Reed Hoffman is? Because now you begin to understand, once you understand who Reed Hoffman is, Beyond the fact that he hates Orange Man. Okay? This is the title of the article. Left-wing disinformation peddler and mega-donor Reed Hoffman reportedly visited Jeffrey Epstein's creepy sex island. Well, when you pull a picture up of Reed Hoffman, you'll understand why. Here's what they say in the article. Again, it's from DailyCaller.com. You want me to read that again, Bill? I'm, I got, I'm I got boring it. the hell out of bed my, with this stuff. I have my mute on. I got it. You got the you got the title? Yeah. Okay. Because all this is going to come back up later. That's why I'm highlighting it. I, okay. I wish I could deal with other things, but this is so important because it's right there in front of everybody's face. Look at this, family. Democrat mega donor and LinkedIn co-founder, and by the way, they they got uh, uh, all kind of weights uh, sitting on the Jeffrey Epstein files. They got more weight sitting on that file than they got on the Fauci file. Okay? Because it's basically involving the same groups of people. They want to kill you. The next video I'm going to play uh from military intelligence, a white boy who I've uh, been aware of and even used some of his stuff years ago. They locked his ass up because he knew too much, and he come from the intelligence community. Just like yesterday when we played you uh, stuff straight from the intelligence community's mouth, okay, with Judge Napolitano. Here's what they say in the article. Democratic mega donor and LinkedIn co-founder Reed Hoffman planned to visit the sea sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein's private island on two occasions in 2014, documents reviewed by the Wall Street Journal show. Hoffman and former MIT Media Lab director Joy Ito were scheduled, y'all remember we dealt with Joy Ito who resigned 
right, uh, from MIT's lab. They were scheduled to visit Epstein's private island, Little St. James, in March and November 2014, the documents show. Epstein planned for them to travel to Palm Beach before the second island visit and fly to Boston after the weekend at his island, Wall Street Journal reported. Then they say, uh, Epstein's private calendar shows meetings with international business and political power players. Uh, A $1 million fundraising request from Larry Summers, uh, Clinton's uh, commerce secretary, uh, uh, I think he was the head of of Harvard, uh, and just all around slimy bastard, okay? Uh, Epstein was going to do a fundraiser for Larry Summers' wife. A trip to the island for Reed Hoffman. Screenings of Woody Allen films. They ain't talking about films that Woody Allen made. They're probably talking about exclusive Hollywood porn videos. Uh, New details on Jeffrey Epstein's circle of friends and favors they traded. Okay? Uh, This is the Wall Street Journal. But the Wall Street Journal is Rupert Murdoch. Okay? He ain't going to tell you who Reed Hoffman is. All right? They say in December 2014, Epstein arranged for Hoffman to stay at his Manhattan townhouse after a late flight into New York City. A breakfast party with Epstein, Hoffman, Bill Gates, and others was scheduled for the next morning. The documents show. Hoffman told the Wall Street Journal he visited Epstein's Island one time on a fundraising trip with Edo, and his last interaction with Epstein took place in 2015. He previously told Axios he regretted funding MIT's media lab and interacting with Epstein at Ito's request. Epstein allegedly flew underage women out of his private island to sex out to his private island to sexually abuse them. The island was the center of an alleged international sex trafficking ring, and many of his alleged uh, crimes happened there. The U.S. Virgin Islands Attorney General said in December, uh, and as you know, family, uh, major players have been subpoenaed to testify uh, in the Jeffrey Epstein case uh, uh, with the head of J.P. Morgan Chase None other than uh, Jamie Dimon himself, Old Testament, heading the list. But he's one of many prominent people. There are several prominent people who have been told to attend, uh, who have been subpoenaed, who are also members of the new establishment from the Vanity Fair article for, I think, September 1994. Okay. I don't recall his name or, or their names, but I think there are two of them on that list. Okay, these were the new establishment that the article was subsequently point out were all Jewish. The only dark spot in the whole article uh, saying that they basically were going to take over in terms of uh, 
the elite, right? They were all Jewish except for Oprah Winfrey. She was on that list. Okay? That's 1994. And all of those people would eventually become the tech barons. Not all of them, but many of them. Okay, Michael Eisner, Michael Ovitz, all of these people. And then when the article comes out that dissects that article, they try to call it anti-Semitic when the author of that article pointed out that the so-called new establishment who replaced the old establishment, they replaced the old money because the new establishment was going to basically be about digital money. So they were replacing the old money establishment. They talked about the Harrimans and these people in that article. And I, I recommend that article that everybody read it because it will give you a broader understanding of who the power players are today. Okay? The, the little white girl called them the mega group. Jewish mafia. Anyway, let me go on. See, that's, that's just my brain going all over the place again. They say, a longtime Democratic donor, Hoffman was one of the party's largest fundraisers in 2020 and 2022 election cycles, according to nonpartisan campaign finance watchdog Open Secrets. He spent more than $15 million supporting Democrats in 22 and $14.5 million in 2020. Hoffman built a big-money fundraising machine to defeat then-President Trump, Vox reported in 2020. He built a large Silicon Valley fundraising network to aid the party and reportedly looked into what a donor could do to assist the party with collecting mail-in ballots. Before that, Hoffman funded online disinformation campaigns aimed at conservative voters. He apologized to the New York Times in 2018 for financing a project by tech firm New Knowledge to create fake online personas designed to influence conservatives in the 2017 Alabama uh, special, uh, Senate special election. He funded a similar project in 2018 to create misleading Facebook advertisements to suppress Republican voter turnout ahead of the 2018 midterm election. Additionally, Hoffman is funding journalist E. Jean Carroll's ongoing rape lawsuit against Donald Trump and told podcaster Kara Swisher he would, quote, spend as much as I possibly can, unquote, to destroy Trump, was sentenced by Florida prosecutors in 2008 for procuring and soliciting a minor for prostitution. Federal prosecutors charged Epstein for alleged sex trafficking in July 2019 and he was found dead in his New York jail cell a month later. His longtime partner and co-conspirator, Ghislaine Maxwell, was sentenced to 20 years in prison in June 22 for conspiring with Epstein to sexually abuse minors. And now they're trying to legalize it, family. They're trying to legalize They call them minor-attracted persons for the pedophile. Okay, now, if they get that legislation pushed through with a legalized pedophilia, 
does Epstein's buddy get out of prison? Because they're letting thousands of pedophiles out of jails all across the country right now. Now, what they also didn't tell you about Reed Hoffman was that he was one of the chief financiers of Fusion GPS. You know, the fake Hillary Clinton front company that was used to set up Trump with Russia, Russia, Russia? It was Reed Hoffman who financed that. But don't you dare say that, because that's the truth. That ain't allowed. And that's why, if you notice, family, in one of the videos I just played, the White House is blocking the New York Post from attending Biden appearances. Because the New York Post been on his ass like Tyrone Biggins on the end of a crack pipe, and that's constantly. So why why is it that the New York Post unchanged their mind? Wasn't they? Uh, well, really, yeah. go ahead, Bear. Wasn't they all hounding Trump when he was president? They still do. They okay. still do. They like Fox, or like Fox used to be. You mm-hmm. have two or three people at the New York Post because they're a Republican-leaning publication. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, like Fox, Republican-leaning. But the New York Post is owned by Rupert Murdoch. Oh, okay. Well, that says enough. Um... Yeah. But you still got several reporters there who've been on this thing for a long time. Okay, because of their political leaning. All right, it, it, it's really, really ugly, family. But I'm getting ready to play something for you now, and it's just interesting how things seem to come up right after we get to talking about them. Because today, Alex Jones had this uh, intelligence, uh, military intelligence, psychological program, a psychological program operator, right? who tried to expose the Obamas and the Clintons. And I remember, again, dealing with some of the stuff, but I've never seen him in an interview. Okay? So I remember covering some of the stuff that he was talking about. And, of course, what they did was they set his ass up and locked him up so he couldn't talk. And he'd been talking ever since. But, you see, they attack your credibility if they can't kill you. And that's what they're doing to Orange Man. They know this stuff going to get thrown out of court. But by the time it gets thrown out of court, uh, they, it's death by a thousand cuts. All the fake trials, they're still talking about this man was impeached. And you ain't seen no whistleblower yet from the so-called Ukraine Trump whistleblower case. To this day, and they know Republicans released that information. Remember, they had the the uh, all that stuff going on in the basement of the White House, uh, the basement of the White House. 
the basement of the Congress. And only certain people were allowed there. And then Adam Schiff would come out of that room like his eyes were getting ready to fall out of his head, right? And they threatened to put people in jail if you told who the so-called whistleblower was. Come to find out, he's come straight from the CIA. Y'all catching on to this now? Mm-hmm. And see, now I'm seeing all of this fakeness. It's not, uh, we see what's going on, but it's mostly for people in other countries and the low vibration people here. They need it in the worst way, Bear, because they think they got a, a prefer, a dual preferred card or something. They think they got a favorite status. But when you get through this, and listen closely to what this dude said. This is about 45 minutes long. How much time we got left, Bear? We got 52 minutes. Wow. I got to play this. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I, th- I think the family needs to hear this. Because, again, you'll probably think I said, but this is today. Just recall what we said yesterday. This is Alex Jones today. Army Psychological Warfare Officer issues emergency warning. Check this out, family. The globalists are in desperation. Prayer is uh, changing things, and we're we're rising up. And remember this, the left, the transgender, the rainbow flag, as much as we pray for the salvation of souls, some of these people are going to go homicidal, lunatic, mad dog crazy, and they're, they're all in to their, their demonic uh, agenda. So there are portions of the population that are going to even become more zombified, violent, subhuman, if you will. Forget the federal government. Forget the federal law enforcement. There is no law enforcement. There is no justice. There is no uh, uh, respectable uh, FBI or court system anymore. Look at what they've done to Donald Trump. This is a confirmation that the country has gone rogue. We've had a communist takeover, a coup d'etat on January 6th. Uh, and we've been in a train wreck ever since. And this flooding of the border, the invasion of military-aged men from Central America, Honduras, Nicaragua, uh, uh, Panama, all these areas are really the dregs of, of uh, the, the, the society of those areas. They're bringing in the dregs across into America, and you will see an explosion of crimes and horrors that's unlike any other time in the history. They have forcibly uh, uh, jabbed people with this bioweapon. They are forcing people in Europe to eat bugs and worship the climate and worship the rainbow flag. This is a, uh, an ungodly evil agenda that the globalists are trying to create a Star Trek world, uh, you know, with this, with this delusion. And exactly. It's build back better. They say they've got to destroy this world before they build their utopia, but all they're building is hell on earth. They are. It is hell on earth. And that's, that's the difference. We recognize it. We smell the death. We sense the evil behind their animated lies and demonic smiles. Well, we have a real American patriot on with us in the next hour, joining us now. We're very honored to have him with us. Ex-U.S. Army PSYOPs expert, Fox News, fired Carlson to maintain semi-lobotomized, quasi-retarded population. Paul Joseph Watson wrote 
a week or so ago. Former U.S. Army Psychological Warfare Officer says that Tucker Carlson was fired by Fox because of the regime's agenda to maintain a uniform, semi-lobotomized, quasi-retarded population, close quote. Remarks were made by U.S. counterterrorism expert Scott Bennett, who is a hero. If you look at the Clintons and Obama and the Fast and Furious and the guns to Al-Qaeda and ISIS and the money laundering and the Clinton Foundation, we know about a lot of it because of Scott Bennett. And just like they're trying to put me in prison and Roger Stone and Elon Musk and Donald Trump, they put him in prison, but he was vindicated. And he's been vindicated. I'm not going to go over his lengthy anti-terrorism uh, background, but it is substantive. I always want to talk about his curricula vitae, uh, but he should probably spend a few minutes about himself, folks that don't know who he is. He's a U.S. Army Special Operations Officer, 11th Psychological Operations Battalion, Civil Affairs Psychological Operations Command, Global Psychological Warfare Counterterrorism Analyst. It just goes on for hours. And his website is shellgamewhistleblower.com, shellgamewhistleblower.com. I'm going to try to give you the floor to go where you want with this, but obviously Tucker Carlson is just a window into this larger real world. You see the congressional hearings the last two months where now they admit what we already experienced. Hell, I watched the congressional hearings, Armed Services Committee of House, saying I'm a Russian agent. I've experienced the CIA. I've experienced the PSYOPs. Now, there's other white hat groups that have really helped us, and we've broken a lot of information. So the government's not the enemy, but criminals have hijacked it at the top. It's like if you're on a plane and a guy, you know, pulls out a bomb and puts the captain's uniform on, that's not the captain. So the airline and the pilot's not our enemy. He's tied up. We got people that have hijacked the country. So he can give us a window into Obama legalizing, what, 10 years ago, congressionally using domestic propaganda here. Now you're seeing the full extent of that. And then the uh, Restrict Act saying they'll put us in jail and they're resurrecting the uh, new Ministry of Truth run by U.S. intelligence agencies pointed at the American people. So what brought down Rome, what brought down Venezuela, what brought down Germany, having your intelligence agencies and your military against you has now happened. It's called cultural, political, national cancer is how I would describe it. So Scott, shellgamewhistleblower.com, thank you so much. I'm going to try to let you talk as much as you like. 35,000 foot view, start with Tucker Carlson, uh, big picture, uh, all your travails, uh, everything you said being vindicated now coming out. Uh, can we unseat this coup uh, without violence? Uh, what do you think your next tricks are? There's a million places to go with your expertise. I hope you'll join us again soon. An hour is not enough. Maybe we can do a commercial-free podcast sometime for two hours when we fly you down here. But uh, congratulations on your work, sir, and, your, and, and being vindicated. So where would you like to start? Well, let's start with the word of the Lord. He says, uh, when a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. And blessed be the Lord my strength, who teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. And I was just down in Texas, and I'll say, if all the republics of the world shall fall, Texas will be the last man standing. And uh, it's an honor to be on your show, Alex. I just wanted to put that on there for white purposes. Um, I was a Army officer, direct commission, psychological operations because of my advanced degrees. I was at the State Department counterterrorism office under General Del Daly, Joint Special Operations Command. I worked in Joint Military Information Support Command, Crystal City, in a secret building on a secret floor. I was also at McDill. I had a TSSEI clearance, so I was in the highest levels of counterterrorism. Before that, I was in the Bush administration. Uh, before that, I was at the Heritage Foundation. So Tucker and I sort of had some parallels. He was in, uh, growing up in La Jolla. I grew up in Laguna Beach, California. Uh, but I went out to Washington, D.C. in 1998 uh, to, to do the good fight. And uh, 
it was it was there that uh, I sort of cut my teeth in government and think tanks and uh, went into the military uh, as a direct commission. And I, I specialized in psychological warfare, counter-Islamic theory. Uh, CIA had picked up some papers of mine, and uh, I was known in the community. And uh, when I went into Booz Allen Hamilton and, and uh, Special Operations Command, to make a, a long story short, I started seeing the direct connection between Union Bank of Switzerland, the Clinton Foundation, a law firm called Covington and Burling, Eric Holder, Lanny Brewer, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, uh, a whole assortment of colorful clown characters from the Obama administration. And I uh, filed reports and I gave briefings. And the next thing I know, I'm arrested at the front gate and told I filled out my housing form improperly. I thought it was a CIA test, but it wasn't. It was a deep state reaction to the uh, explosive suppositories that I seemed to be inserting into their gullet. And uh, they, they threw me in jail for making a false statement on housing because they said I circled the wrong bubble. But in reality, White Hat had been directing me and it said, Scott, you're going to be going in. And it was to track a Swiss banker that a colleague of mine, Ed Snowden, had been tracking. Ed and I were at Booz Allen together. He was in Hawaii. I was in Crystal City. You did that, Anyway, family. Can you still hear me, family? Somebody let me know if you can still hear yeah, me. Yeah, we, we can hear you. Oh, okay, uh, because I'm going to play this last little piece again because I want you, in case the family didn't hear it, listen to who he worked with. When I went into Booz Allen Hamilton and, and uh, Special Operations Command, to make a, a long story short, I started seeing the direct connection between Union Bank of Switzerland, the Clinton Foundation, a law firm called Covington and Burling, Eric Holder, Lady Brewer, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, uh, a whole assortment of colorful clown characters from the uh, Obama administration. And I uh, filed reports and I gave briefings. And the next thing I know, I'm arrested at the front gate and told I filled out my housing form improperly. I thought it was a CIA test, but it wasn't. It was a deep state reaction to the uh, explosive suppositories that I seemed to be inserting into their gullet. And uh, they they threw me in jail for <laughs> making a false statement on the housing form because they said I circled the wrong bubble. But in reality, White Hats had been directing me and had said, Scott, you're going to be going in. And it was to track a Swiss banker that a colleague of mine, Ed Snowden, had been tracking. Ed and I were at Booz Allen together. He was in Hawaii. I was in Crystal City in the Pentagon. Booz Allen Hamilton, we dealt with years back, is a major corporate front for the CIA. He worked directly with Edward Snowden, who revealed that Barack Obama was spying on Americans illegally, and that's why he had to leave the country. He's now in Russia. He was connected to Julian Assange. They was giving Julian Assange information, okay, which is why Julian Assange is in jail now. And it's interesting to me because I mentioned, I alluded to this to Julian Assange yesterday. He's in jail for never having to commit a crime and has a 100% accuracy rate. But he released that video showing the U.S. military murdering people 
for no reason and laughing and giggling about it. Is he in jail for telling the truth? Exactly. And that's what uh, Joe Biden and them are doing to people everywhere. That's what the so-called Proud Boys have been charged with fake, fake accusations. As the judge told you yesterday, how how the hell does five people unarmed take over the government? One of them was in Baltimore. So that makes four people. But they want you to believe that they uh, did some seditious conspiracy. Why is this important for these young people? Because they did the same thing to the Black Panther Party and other black groups around the country in the 60s. In between murdering John F. Kennedy, Martin King, Malcolm X, because that was the government too. A black man pulled the trigger, but the government was behind it. Then they relocated him to New Jersey. If you watch that documentary with the brother that finally cracked the whole thing open in terms of who killed Malcolm, they showed the politicians who were part of the effort to shield this dude. One of them is this Negro front man in the Senate named Cory Booker. That's in the documentary. And I forget the other one is a Negro woman. They all knew that this dude was the trigger man that killed Malcolm. Okay? But these are intelligence assets. Cory Booker works for the intelligence community. Let me keep going. But the Swiss banker was the key to 19,000 bank accounts, hundreds of millions of dollars that the Clinton Foundation and Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama and a guy named Robert Wolf, chairman of UBS, were using in financing black operations from Syria to Libya to Ukraine to Iraq. And uh, that report came out in Shell Game, and that's on the website. People can can go there and see it. They're using the Clinton Foundation and the Union Bank of Switzerland to finance Arab Springs, ISIS, Al-Qaeda. They've been doing it for decades. That's what he's talking about. And that's why I told you, Obama and them created ISIS on Friday the 13th. We remember that we dealt with all this, and that was yeah, just at the time where the feminine energy was bathing this planet, and that's a rebirth of the whole concept of ISIS and what ISIS really represents, which is feminine energy, and that they come with the fake feminine. Right. Let's keep going. game is a military whistleblowing report that was sent to Congress. Uh, There's a chapter called Follow the Money, and you see all of the congressmen and senators that received a copy of it, Mike Pompeo, Jeff Sessions, uh, among many, many others, and absolutely nothing was done. 
and I wrote it as a military officer who had been shanghaied by the Obama administration and uh, Michael Itzikoff and Tom Hamburger, two CIA uh, journalists. You you see, he mentioned Michael Isakoff is a CIA journalist. I told you that a few weeks back. Michael Isakoff is the one who worked for the Washington Post that went and released the whole Trump-Russia thing because he worked for the CIA. Now, what's interesting is the guy we had on yesterday with Napolitano, he had to admit that, yeah, the CIA got a lot of journalists in their pocket. They call it mainstream media, but it's been taken over by Murder, Inc., the Jewish mafia, okay, of which the social media titans are all members of the club. Okay? Let's keep going. Came up and debriefed me. I then had my family's homes broken into and their safes stolen. So, there, yes, there were some uh, nefarious overlaps. Um, but we wrote the shell game report. We sent it out. Uh, and what make another long story short, Alex, is my connection with UBS and direct intel in Hong Kong and elsewhere uh, built up a, a dossier, which I gave to President Trump and many others. I even, in fact, gave it to, uh, I was at a conference in Dallas, and I met Sidney Powell and Joe Flynn, and this is when General Flynn had just been incarcerated, and I said, you know, the law firm, your brother's using Joe is, is, a, is a terrorist financing law firm. They're, they're stabbing in the back. He has to fire them. And next thing you know, uh, I told it to Sidney Powell, too, uh, General Flynn fired Covington and Burling and hired Sidney Powell, and Sidney Powell contacted me and asked for more information on Covington. And then uh, I wrote an amicus, and she submitted a brief, and uh, the Justice Department dropped all charges because she said, I'm the new attorney, and I want to know everything that's been said between Covington and Burling. And Didn't I just say that? Didn't we just say that yesterday? Yeah, I think the government dropped the charges against Michael Flynn, and then the Negro judge going to try him on his own. And the reason that the Justice Department dropped the allegations was because the FBI got caught uh, uh, falsifying the documentation against Flynn. They had no case. But the Negro judge said, don't worry, I got it, boss. We, we sick, boss. We sick. By the way, you come from that D.C. district. And uh, the Department of Justice. And they didn't want it to know that they had an incestuous relationship and that they had uh, stabbed General Flynn in the back. That's why he's free. That's why he's alive, because the Justice Department didn't want this connection known between their uh, law firm that finances and is the legal cover for UBS, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, the Chinese Communist Party, all sorts of bad operations. So that's just a, a general Flynn sideway. But, but the UBS connection is extraordinarily significant because uh, I was invited back to be part of Donald Trump's uh, uh, election analytics team where we looked at the election fraud, the documents, the algorithms, and uh, I had special intel coming to me from a variety of sources I won't go into, but I put together a briefing that showed 
how Union Bank of Switzerland entered into a contract with the Chinese Communist Party going back to 2009 that evolved from 2009 up until 2020, where UBS and the Chinese Communist Party created UBS LLC and then uh, worked through Staple Street Capital to acquire Dominion, ESNS, and Premier Voting Machines. That was a direct national security threat to the United States that shows a foreign entity influencing our elections by purchasing the voting machines. We know the algorithmic impregnation that occurred later, uh, but uh, that's the Union Bank of Switzerland Chinese Communist Party connection to Dominion, ESNS, and uh, Premier. Uh, and that's that all incredibly important, and I want you to continue. And then I want to look at the current landscape and the psyops. Uh, I mean, I've seen other former and current CIA, defense intelligence, other people uh, on the air last year, an incredible series of reports on OAN, where they explained that some of these guys actually developed these tactics that they said were too extreme and dangerous to even use on Muslims and in the Middle East and in Central Asia, but then they're using these incredibly dangerous systems here domestically, I mean, we can see it everywhere. Everything's a giant psyop right now. And we'll get your view on how it's going for the globalists, where you think they're going to go, how we counter it, the collapsing border, kind of a 35,000-foot view of where the republic is right now, because we really respect your, your, your view. We called it Psycho Intel Pro a few years back. It's COINTEL Pro with a psychological foundation uh, with heavy use of the technology to create the zombies, to alter people's behavior, to create the mass shooters. We called it Psycho Intel Pro. Okay, the predecessor of COINTEL Pro that they used on us back in the 60s. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um uh, the UBS and, and the the the, uh, the connection of the election analytics I presented. And this is significant too, Alex. One of the documents I presented was AFL CIO connection to senior executive service and their planning of the January 6th event and all sorts of other nefarious activities. If you don't know about the senior executive service, that's SES. Okay, you need to know about it. It's headquartered out of Britain. It deals with the Pilgrim Society and a host of other organizations. Family, you need to check it out. SES, Senior Executive Service. These are the people above your politicians. In some cases, the politicians are the members of the SES. But they would be the people like the Inspector General. They're members of the SES. And they ride shotguns over so-called criminal behavior to make sure that you don't find out about it, okay? Just got to add these little nuggets in there so you know what he's talking about. So we gave a briefing ahead of January 6th and advised President Trump uh, to engage military uh, operations because they were going to try and overthrow the government, and they did. And so let's slow down. Let's go back to the AFL-CIO how they did it. We know Trump asked for 10,000 National Guard. Milley threatened to basically resign. So this all historically happened, and I know that you were the guy that they're warning him, so let's flesh that out. Well, the AFL-CIO had prepared a document that they shared with 10 people across the nation, high-level legal minds, and uh, this document described how they were planning 
on disruptive uh, operations, and they had connected with senior executive service and other parties, which uh, to me is a seditious conspiracy and an act of treason for which they should be executed after due process of law, of course. Uh, but uh, this briefing was presented to Pat Byrne, General Flynn, Sid Powell, Rudy Giuliani, and an assortment of other people close to Trump. And I emphatically uh, uh, advised and warned, this is a war. This is a guerrilla operation. This is asymmetric war. They are engaging in the same tactics of burn, destroy that they've been doing in Wisconsin, burning down cities. We need to engage them and call them domestic terrorists. Well, for a variety of reasons, it wasn't done the right way, and the domestic terrorists came up on January 6th with uh, Ukrainian operative thugs that they had used in the overthrow of Ukraine, the overthrow of Yanukovych back in 2014. Uh, we know that biolabs and all the other things of Ukraine. I was part of that documentary, too. Uh, but they came in and disrupted just January 6th as a PSYOP. You're talking about psychological operations. The PSYOP of January 6th, was to uh, traumatize the Congress, in a sense, into giving them justification to rush through the false fake president, Joe Biden, uh, as a certification of the votes, and to brand every Trump supporter, every Republican, every conservative as a, a domestic terrorist. And, Which uh, Biden then, in June of 2021, officially made the main U.S. directive for counterterrorism, saying white supremacism is the number one threat, but defining white supremacism is not wanting lockdowns, not wanting forced shots, uh, not wanting open borders, uh, and anything else they they uh, they deem as bad. Now that is white supremacism, and now you've been labeled a terrorist, so they can then try to use the entire apparatus against you. That's right, and amplifying that is the mental degeneration from the COVID-19 vaccine that is lobotomizing everyone who gets it. Listen carefully, family before they die, uh, a slow blood clot, infertile death, which we know is happening from the Senator Ron Johnson and other reports. And uh, I think there's anyone with a brain understands that bioweapon, which I would argue has been originated in the Ukrainian operations, 46 biolabs, not just 11, 46 that the Russians... And remember how last year they denied that and said it was Russian disinfo. Now Victoria Newland testifies to Congress that indeed those are bioweapon labs. Yes, they are, and they've been developing strains of pathogens and diseases that would be aerosolized and delivered against Russian-speaking populations in eastern Ukraine for the purposes of dis disintegrating the population centers and advancing a low-intensity conflict against Russia. And for that reason, Russia stepped in. And I, I think, you know, I'm not a Putin apologist at all, but I am a, a true speaker and a traditional family values conservative, and I see Russia was forced to to go in and stop this bio lab uh, uh, war that we were initiating under NATO and the European Union, and again, Victoria Nuland, John Kerry, uh, Barack Obama, Joe Biden. And another significant aspect of the uh, Ukrainian situation, Alex, which you know well too, is the biochemical labs were funded by Rosemont Seneca, Metabiota, one of the organizations that was responsible for uh, a lot of the experimentations as a government contractor, was previously called Global Viral Forecasting Institute. And you've got Paul Pelosi Jr., you've got Christopher Hines, you've got Hunter Biden, you've got an association of these uh, you know, children of, of the greatest criminals this government's ever produced. 
uh, involved with the chemical bio labs in Ukraine uh, that were creating things that one could argue were shipped back to Chapel Hill, which was one of the contractors on the intelligence documents, uh, then to Fort Detrick and then Wuhan and this whole shell game of moving things around occurred, but it really originated in the Ukrainian operation. And that is why Joe Biden and his puppet handlers, I should say the Obama administration third term, Obama is really behind the curtain, uh, is, is the little man with his Michael LeVon Robinson standing next to him. Obama is the one pulling the, the strings of uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> Did you hear him, family? Now he pointing out that your so-called coronavirus, COVID, came from Ukraine, just like we said. And that they use in China as the front to demonize China. It came from Ukraine. But look at the children that he named who were basically financing the bio lab. Hunter Biden's name is at the top of the list. So when he ain't smoking chemicals, he's financing the production of them. Let's keep going because this dude is dropping bombs. The massive money laundering, the massive corruption, the massive child tra- uh, trafficking, the criminality in Ukraine is is voluminous, and uh, you know an, another reason that they're engaging in this war and FTX. There's another card to play. They're doing massive money laundering and and uh, I want to walk through the- all that. But give me your thirty-five thousand foot view. They admit they're trying to destabilize. Klaus Schwab says you'll own nothing, you'll have nothing. Now remember, family, we pointed out that FTX was directly involved, right, with the money laundering and child trafficking, right, with one of the uh, mucky mucks at Balenciaga, right, head the organization that's getting the children out of Ukraine. And they're all on the LGBT freaky stuff, family. So, you see, we corroborating what we already know. And now he's telling us this as well. They are erasing the border. They are flooding us with fentanyl. They are brainwashing our children. They are financing race war. The globalists are launching this war with Russia while they, at the same time, attack America, which is hurting the dollar. Uh, I mean, mean, obviously, I know they want to bring down civilization and then use that collapse as the saviors to come out on top, but, but I don't actually see it even going well for them. The whole world's starting to wake up. People are turning against them, but they seem to only be doubling down. Or do you think the globalists are winning right now? I think you're. I think you're right. That the American people are the leaders uh, in so many ways of the world because of their strength of heart. And I don't say that arrogantly. I don't say that with exceptionalism or any of the slogans. But the American people have been on the land that America that God put us on. And we're especially blessed. And I think the the best of the Americans, which you know, I think largely are, are an audience from your show, ironically enough, the best Americans, the smartest Americans, the toughest Americans, those Americans that cherish their their God, their family, their land, have woken up. They haven't uh, uh, let themselves be poisoned with this shot. They're not uh, letting their children be poisoned by the brainwashing of wokeism, rainbow flags, transgender surgery, which is really a form of child sacrifice. We are rising up as separate uh, uh, entities, separate leaders, separate voices, 
And that's going to carry the day, Alex, is for individual counties and towns and states to say, no, we're not accepting the jurisdiction of Joe Biden. We're not accepting him as a president in our school district, in our county supervisor. And that's the good news. People recognize he's not real. It's the third administration of Obama. Football teams, basketball teams, college and NFL, everyone's refusing the visits. The players are saying we're not going. And they try to order him to go. They won't go. That's that's never happened before. People recognize this isn't real. That's been what has been required is this awakening, this transformation, this sense of loss. You cannot get into a fight until you've had everything stripped of you, until you have been uh, completely purged of the materialism, until you have been slapped awake out of your numb, fuzzy intoxication from football games on the weekend to uh, all sorts of leisure and intoxicants, which are part of the PSYOP. People uh, are ineffective in political combat until they have been uh, starved of that and uh, purged of that and uh, fasting from that. And I think we've had a fast from, uh, you know, the real Reagan uh, Trump leadership for the past two years. And we no, no, but really I totally are- agree with you. And, and, and he used to, I would get persecuted. And I didn't like it, but I fought through it. I'm not a masochist, but now I know that's I'm over the target. Now I enjoy the pain, and it's been a, it's been quite the process. And and and, and I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying it's, it's the Holy Spirit. But now I enjoy it. Actually, I, I, it's 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 been it's 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 wild. And it's like a V for Vendetta, where V's putting her through that psychological operation, and and he says, "All right, well, you're not going to turn your friends in. I'm going to kill you." She goes, "Kill me." He goes, he opens the door and he says, you're free now. I think that's the point a lot of people are getting to. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they, they're, they're waking up and they're finding their strength. You know, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We're to be joyful, happy warriors. We don't submit to their rainbow flag wokeism. Uh, we don't submit to any of their tyranny. We're not a racist country. We're not a bigoted country. All of that is propaganda and psyop. So we're, we're seeing states break up, too. I think you're going to see... Uh, a reorganization of the national republic. You're going to have some areas like New York and Chicago and elsewhere that are just going to disintegrate into the swamp of their own decadence and violence and stupidity and madness. But then you've got great states and republics like Texas, like Florida, like the Midwest, who are, uh, you know, people are leaving California and elsewhere to be among their tribe. And that's, it's not a white thing. There's blacks, there's Hispanics, there's Asians. To be among their tribe, which is what we talked about with my brother last night. All people are tribal. Let's right. Every tribe that uh, cherishes traditional family values and, the, and, and God and our, our uh, rights that are protected under the Second Amendment, our rights given to us by God, our Second Amendment right is our right to defend ourselves, defend our country from government tyranny, not from rabid deer. Uh, all of these rights are forming the foundation upon which a new republic, I think, is rising. And people need to be prepared for that. And that's what makes it an exciting time is, in the end, you know, we rise up. It is the V for Vendetta moment. We're rising up with great strength, and uh, we're inoculated, to use that term loosely, against uh, the, the lies of the, the deep state. Now, I do anticipate they're going to accelerate their international conflicts to try and create the smoke and fire to cover their own uh, domestic terrorist agenda here in the United States with Iran or Russia or China 
I've been to Iran twice. It is not an enemy of the United States. It has a great Christian population that is rising in Iran. Uh, the same with Russia, traditional family values. Not right. I've seen things. polls that upwards of 80% of people below 25 are pro-American Iran. Same thing in Russia. Uh, They're smart enough to know they've got leaders that they don't like, but, but they understand we're still the best house in a bad neighborhood. Yeah, they, they do. That's a good way of framing it. And they have a love for America. When I was in Iran, I saw smiles and joy. I never had a sour look. I never had any feeling of, of negativity. And I was there with other former government officials. You know, I won't go into names. Scott, but some stay of there. Were... We got to go to break. You got so much to share with us today. Incredible guest. Got to get him back on again soon. Amazing. Find his website at shellgamewhistleblower.com and his book, this is really down the rabbit hole, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Yeah, if you want to put your information out there, because we may run it over a little bit. Okay, yeah, I have, shut up and... I have just put it in the chat room, but um, we're going to the phones at, uh, at the top of the hour, and the phone number is 323 and we will open up the phone line. So push the number one if you have a question or a comment. That's 323-642-1586. And also, don't forget to send Dr. Robert X um, um, on his GoFundMe page. Excuse me, I'm sitting up here eating candy. On his GoFundMe page. <laughs> and uh, send a donation uh, there because he's, he's dropping it. He's He's raising our vibrations. And you know, Dr. X, they, we, are, we are on uh, the Truth of Power is on Twitter. So you know they be listening to you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, they listening. Yeah. They definitely listen. But that's all right. Okay? We've been we on Twitter. We've been on Twitter. But they really listening now since EI must have it. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, let's let's keep going, and we might go a little over because it's just more bombs. But the U.S. military should have as many bombs as this guy's dropping. And what's really interesting is we have already dropped those bombs, many of them, some time ago. Okay, so this is unexploded ordnance that's now exploding, as far as I'm concerned. Let's keep going. <laughs> InfoWars is known for being tomorrow's news today. InfoWars is known for having 98% accuracy on average. Tomorrow? Oh, but I want to go home now. You've had plenty of time already. Yeah. Do not arouse the wrath of the great and powerful lies. I said come back tomorrow. If you are really great and powerful, you'll keep your promises. Do you presume to criticize the great art? You ungrateful creatures, think yourselves lucky that I'm giving you audience tomorrow instead of 20 years from now. Oh, the great Oz has spoken. Oh, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. The greatest Oz has spoken. Who are you? Oh, I, I, I am the great and powerful. Two days ago, 
know, at the Berkshire Hathaway meeting that Bill Gates was at with Warren Buffett, one of the major shareholders got up and exposed them and Jeffrey Epstein, their whole evil plan. They had him arrested. But that's not a sign of their strength. That's a sign of their weakness. So the curtain's being pulled back. What are we really going to find on the other side? It's already so horrible. And how do we peacefully stop these people? I'm going to shut up and give Scott Bennett the floor here. I have that video for you Monday, family, when we come back on. That that ain't no small thing. This is one of their people that gets arrested at their meeting for exposing what they're doing. Okay? That's that Berkshire Hathaway. That ain't no small change. That's mind-blowing. Scott, please continue. Well, uh, you know, previously you'd asked about Tucker Carlson, Alex, and I had the good pleasure of meeting Tucker Carlson at the San Francisco studio he, he came out to broadcast at, and I would do broadcast from the studio too. So it was Tucker, myself, his makeup girl, and a friend of his wife's, and I gave him a copy of my book, Shell Game, and I said, Tucker, you know, be careful with this because CIA and all sorts of operations have come against me, but I told him my credentials and background. And Tucker looked at it, and he read through it, and he thumbed it, and he goes, huh, okay, okay, you know, in his, his Tucker way. And uh, we talked for a little while about everything that happened to me and, and uh, the 35,000-foot view of what was really going on with the Obama administration and Biden and uh, terrorist financing and UBS and, and all sorts of operations. And he changed after reading that book. He kind of acquired a serrated edge. So Tucker has been uh, growing and evolving, and I think prayer goes a long way, and people really need to know that prayer is is uh, the, the most powerful weapon in uh, in the universe. So I want to encourage people to pray for you personally, Alex, to pray for your people and your staff and your channel. Pray for me. We are rising to serve our country, to serve out of loyalty and love to our constitution, our family, our, our liberties. We are we are rising up and sacrificing for a greater good because our Heavenly Father is calling us to this fight. And uh, this is also a fight that's intergenerational. When you played that clip of Dorothy and Toto, the thought came to me, one of the most powerful things that can happen, that can set the deep state and their minions, their priests of wokeism and transgenderism and every evil thing in school boards and such, the most powerful psyop is for a young boy or girl between 12 and teen, 15, to go in even younger than that, if they're uh, skilled, to go in and speak and say, my name, my name is Betsy Sue, and I do not want to become a boy. I do not want to cut my breasts off. My name's Johnny, and I don't want to cut my penis off and become a girl. And I'm uh, offended that you're trying to push this down my throat. I'm offended when I see books about little boys being raped by men in the shower. I'm offended and disgusted by you. And God says, vengeance is mine, I shall repay. God says it is better for you to have a millstone tied around your neck and cast into the farthest parts of the sea. For a child to stand up, maybe that's a child shall lead them, for a child to stand up and, and roar, the righteous are as bold as a lion, for them to stand up and make these declarations to serve them notice, as part of the legal uh, documentation I always train people in, serve them notice, that they are doing evil and will be punished eternally for it, as well as in this terrestrial plane, as 
America rises up and reclaims our our states and our federal government and our agencies. This is the way to make them fall backwards. This is the way to make school boards run in, in terror for the evil they're doing is by little people, small people, young children going to the podiums and declaring with righteous boldness, with the strength of Samson, uh, that they just won't tolerate this, this brainwashing being pushed into their schools for a woke agenda of these old people over 40 or 50 that have never been married, that don't know what a man or a woman is, some purple-haired, multiple-pierced, rainbow-flag-worshipping lunatic from San Francisco that happens to move into a school and, and corrupt a school board in Texas or Idaho. Of course, I don't think Texas allows them. Uh, this is the way to fight back, is by going into your counties, going into your school boards with groups of people. We've got an entity on our website, globalfreedomtv.com, called the Constitutional Law Enforcement uh, Committee. This is a committee people can form. It's like the committees of safety, but it's about going in saying we are not allowing anything that violates the Constitution in our county, in our school boards, and we will sue you civilly and criminally. Uh, for uh, corrupting a minor. You're teaching religion when you teach transgenderism. And the, the Constitution says you will not establish and teach a religion. And that's right. And, so and now that we have New York Times articles admitting transgenderism and the fake environmental movement is the new leftist state religion. And look, Texas is okay compared to some states, but Austin's totally captured. It's just as bad. They parade the elementary students around at the uh, LGBT events. It's all happening. But what you said about Tucker is absolutely true. I'm not going to get into inside baseball, but he was never anti-Christian. He talked about this. He was uh, Episcopalian. He wasn't sure about it all, but he really knows good and evil now. He's had an experience and experiences and, 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 and knows the truth, and that's why they, 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 they really came after him. He was enlightening Americans. He was coming from a moderate position, a curious position, an intellectual position, uh, he had been at Heritage. Uh, Heritage is a wonderful think tank. I was there. It teaches you the conservative uh, encyclopedia of, of uh, reading from Sowell to uh, Burke to uh, uh, Eliot to all sorts of other uh, authors. And Tucker was a, a rational thinker, an academic, an intellectual who was uh, testing and, and hypothesizing and, and theorizing. He had brilliant people from Jordan Peterson to, uh, you know, a variety of other authors and speakers who were happy warriors of truth. And, and, he and also we got to go to break again here in a moment, but, but, but what you say is so key here that it's a process of realizing there really is good and evil, and the system doesn't want us to be able to differentiate that. And you get back to local governments. So you're a former military officer, psyops expert. You're explaining it's the people. It's what the feds are scared of. It's what Obama's third term tried to you know, sick the FBI or people at school board meetings because this is our country. This is our nation. And if we simply occupy it peacefully and say no to them, they can't win. But they want to bully us and intimidate us to bow to them as if they're the moral authority. They're not the moral authority. You're right. And serving them notice, the most powerful thing someone can say is be advised you're hereby served legal notice. You're violating my rights under 18 U.S. Code 241 and 242, deprivation of rights under color of law and conspiracy to deprive me of my rights. You can be criminally charged and thrown in jail for five years, 10 years. Uh, I'm also uh, warning you and serving you notice of 42 U.S. Code 1983, 84, and 85, civil rights violations. 
I'm giving you notice now, Mr. Police Officer, Mr. Government Official, Mr. FBI, and I will sue you personally and your agency and your field office uh, for violating my rights. Uh, you do stay not there. Scott Bennett, stay with us. All right. When I was on air 29 years ago, almost nobody knew about the New World Order and the Globalists, maybe 1%. Now it's half the public. It's all over the world. People know what's happening. Terry Carls is a perfect microcosm of all this. How the media spins everything. He goes, I'm going to Twitter. They spin it and say, oh, you don't have a deal with Elon Musk. Well, Elon Musk has Section 230. He doesn't want to run his own programs. By Musk opening up Twitter, it is where Tucker can go. So he's doing it with Twitter because of that. They're going to go, well, it's out of your house. Yeah, with 25 million views per video instead of 5 million on Fox. They try to spin it like, oh, it's not at the establishment studio. It's not important. It's just crazy how they try to psyop this whole thing. And I'm really concerned for Tucker. I'm concerned for his safety. Uh, because he's really, really broken out as you know, one of the main anti-globalists in the world. Let, let me add this, family. Either today or yesterday, Tucker Carlson came out and basically said there's no way in hell Building 7 fell down on his own. That's pretty much saying there needs to be another look at what happened on 9-11. That's the third rail, because you know who was behind it. You are not allowed to mention 9-11 outside of the uh, establishment government template. Just like Robert Kennedy Jr. comes out point blank and says that the CIA killed his uncle. That's never been said before by a Kennedy. Let's keep going. Uh, but... Scott Bennett, getting back to you with your incredible background as an Army officer in special operations and psychological warfare, seeing all this used against the American people, what are you concerned the globalists have up their sleeve, what they're going to pull? I'm, I'm worried about false flags. They're trying to start a race war. Uh, now the globalists are coming for Biden to get rid of him to bring in their next puppet. Uh, obviously, like you said, they want to start a bigger war as a distraction. Uh, they're talking about war with China, where I'm obviously not a big fan of. But, I mean, it seems like the globalists really – are like their third or fourth string. And I know they like to put puppets up like Biden, but even their top people uh, don't seem to realize that, in, in my view, they've already lost. They're never going to carry all this out. They're never going to stay in power. They're never going to win. But I think they could take us with them with a nuclear war or something else or a bioweapon. That's really my concern is they don't know when to quit. But what's your view on that, and what are you concerned about, and how do we counter this? Well, I, I don't have any fear from Iran or Russia engaging in a military operation against us. They know we're in a civil war. I say this all the time when I'm on uh, Russian TV, and uh, they, they have a, a love and a respect for America. Many of them studied in America. Uh, so we put a lot of our interviews that I do on Russian TV to give people a flavor of that, globalfreedomtv.com. Uh, I am concerned that, that you're right. The globalists are in desperation. Prayer is uh, uh, changing things, and we're we're rising up. And remember this, the left, the transgender, the rainbow flag, as much as we pray for the salvation of souls, some of these people are going to go homicidal, lunatic, mad dog crazy, and they're, they're all in to their, their demonic uh, agenda. So there are portions of the population that are going to even become more zombified, violent, subhuman, if you will. What I see happening on a political, pragmatic level is 
the uh, bringing in of Gavin Newsom in to replace Kamala Harris. Either they'll get rid of her in one way or another. They'll move uh, Gavin Newsom into the vice presidency. Then they will either kill or take out Joe Biden and flip Gavin Newsom in ahead of 2024. And then they'll try and suspend the elections and say, uh, you know, uh, you know, there's, there, we're, we're, we're spending it because uh, some Trump supporter, you know, person is, is engaged in domestic terrorism. I think they're going to bring in Gavin Newsom, and that's their plan. They've been doing false flag shootings. Nashville was a false flag shooting. You put up that picture of the shooter with two different pairs of tennis shoes. I think they're amplifying, trying desperately to do false flag shootings, to try and uh, trigger a Second Amendment disarming of America. But as you know, Americans aren't going to fall for that. They're never going to surrender their their right to keep and bear arms. Uh, that's just a, a confirmation. Well, yeah, we got lunatics running around killing everybody. We know we're not doing that. We we do that for defense. Just like this guy used right. a truck to kill a bunch of people in Brownsville. We don't give our trucks up because he used a truck bad. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to be increasingly desperate and violent and crazy. And, and, you know, we have to break it down to the small county town levels. Your sheriff is the most important law enforcement officer. Your sheriff should be saying not a single FBI agent, not a single DEA agent or any ATF agent shall be coming into my county to do anything to my citizens without a warrant, a wet ink warrant, a warrant, and uh, asking permission. That's how we take the country back is through small sheriffs, small uh, local uh, groups, uh, you define this tyranny. And uh, I would also say the border is going to be overrun by 700 to 700,000 to a million people. The border states need to declare not a single bus, not a single plane will be transferred across Texas lines or Arizona lines or New Mexico lines. We will stop the bus, stop the plane, arrest the bus driver for uh, violating 1382 illegal uh, entry of an alien into the United States. Uh, these border states need to shut down this entire invasion that the federal government is trying to facilitate. Well, I was about to say, I've they, talked to high, super high-level federal officials just in the last three weeks, and they were explaining that they will have people smuggling a busload of people who are convicted pedophiles. They gave me examples, and the Justice Department will not allow them to charge them with human smuggling. They'll say too much for illegal entry, and then they let the person out. I mean, it's just it's total criminal activity, total enablement. Right. They need to break it down and arrest them on a, le on a small level. Texas needs to arrest them. Arizona needs to arrest Forget the federal government. Forget the federal law enforcement. There is no law enforcement. There is no justice. There is no uh, uh, respectable uh, FBI or court system anymore. Look at what they've done to Donald Trump. This is a confirmation that the country has gone rogue. We've had a communist takeover, a coup d'etat on January 6th. Uh, and we've been in a train wreck ever since. And this flooding of the border, the invasion of military-aged men from Central America, Honduras, Nicaragua, uh, uh, Panama, all these areas are really the dregs of, of uh, the, the, the society of those areas. They're bringing in the dregs across into America. And you will see an explosion of crimes and horrors that's unlike any other time in the history. For that reason... Every uh, veteran group, every uh, uh, National Guardsman, every Civil Air Patrol, Devil Dog, Sea Cadet, every militant uh, component of a state's authorities need to be uh, mobilized to defend against this and say, in a sense, to hell with what the federal government says or does. We are defending the land of Texas. Texas borders will not be violated 
by a single invader, and we are not giving jurisdiction to the CIA or the FBI or the ATF or the Border Patrol to do anything. This is Texas land, and we're stopping it right here and now. That's what needs to happen. We can't allow this kind of invasion because they're going to go up into every other state. They're going to go to Idaho, go to Vermont, go to North Dakota, go to Ohio, go to Missouri. That was my next question. Biden and and Obama wanted to break the border and said surge when he got elected or stole the election, but they've broken it too good. This is even out of control for them. I mean, the, the, the flood they created is absolutely waking people up. Well, you create a buffer zone, you electrify the fences, you send the military down there, you shut it down like it was an invasion. And then people know to stop coming instead of saying come. And you go down into South America, into Central America with special operations teams, and you disrupt the flow. You disrupt the parades. You disrupt their vehicles by all means necessary. We had the Guatemalan president last week trying to get a hold of Biden. He wouldn't even talk to him. And then Kamala Harris is on the job. She's going to run the AI task force. Give me a break. Telling tell her this was happening, and of course they don't take the call because they're behind it. Uh, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, these states and need to be also volunteers from other states need to come down as special operations Sicario teams, if you will, and disrupt the invasion from the origin sources. So they need to be going down and flanking these parades and disintegrating. Dis- and cutting off the U.N. funding. The U.S. government and the State yeah. Department funds UNICEF to do this. Yes, and uh, a variety of other nonprofits are involved in this, and it's an act of treason. Again, you have to take control on your state level. If if, uh, you had real manly leaders as governors in these states, they would say to their sheriffs, not a single bus or plane crosses Texas territory, period. I want the buses arrested, shut down, take everybody off, load them on a boat, and send them somewhere else, but not into Texas. And we don't care what the federal government says. You know, in a in a sense, we're in a in a way we have to declare independence from the acts of treason and tyranny the federal government is doing under the perversion of the Refugee Resettlement Act. Refugees are the Vietnamese that escaped their their torture and death under Vietnam. Refugees are not people coming from Central and South America looking for a job. That has been corrupted and perverted. It is not. Uh, covered under the refugee resettlement law. It has been completely perverted, and that is one of the legal justifications. All right, Scott, Scott, we got to go to break. Do do one more segment with us. I want to hear your message to people in the system, what they can do, because we know it's hijacked at the top in the system. There's still a lot of good people. I want to talk to you about that. Your book, again, can be found at shellgamewhistleblower.com by the same title, shellgamewhistleblower.com. Don't forget, folks, we're listener-supported, selling books, films, T-shirts, high-quality supplements, X3 back in stock. Real Red Pill Plus is selling out, still 40% off if you want it. Get it. And so many other great products at InfoWarsStore.com, like Ultimate Bone Broth, uh, Krill Oil, and more. InfoWarsStore.com and Charcoal Toothpaste is now back in stock. Iodine is naturally acquired. Okay. Maybe I can get the best. Pure nascent iodine, stabilized in an activated triiodine form. And fast forward away at their, their mundane existence and jobs and their mundane minds. So there is a 
uh, a softness and, uh, and a, a cauterization that has occurred in their mental processing. They, they don't think about these things. They're fearful. They're cowardly. Uh, they're weak, ultimately. That's what defines a lot of people in the bureaucratic circles. They care about their chunk of cheese and their, their sure, sure, retirement. Sure. But, but the globalists on top of them are a lot smarter. How do they think they're going to be insulated from this? They're hoping people are going to die off, Alex. They're hoping for all sorts of uh, COVID-19-related... Listen, family, pay attention to this. Mass deaths, mass, mass lobotomizations, mass deterioration of, of the, the physical body of, of humanity. Look at what we have allowed to happen with in, uh, giving people this COVID-19 vaccine on the military level and the government level. Everybody who got that vaccine, on, uh, sadly, and I've met Mikovitz and a lot of other doctors and scientists, everybody that got that shot, I'm convinced, sadly, is going to demise very, very quickly and possibly with a mental fog this is what the, the, the vaccine does. There, it's, a, it's not a vaccine. It's a bioweapon. Let's call it that. I, I keep having to get corrected. It's a biochemical weapon designed to crush and destroy the DNA of human beings. And everyone who got it, if it wasn't a placebo, uh, sadly is, is going to have to uh, process through that. That's, I think, the motivation of why they're trying to rush this through. Look at Europe. They have forcibly uh, uh, jabbed people with this bioweapon. They are forcing people in Europe to eat bugs and worship the climate and worship the rainbow flag. This is a, uh, an ungodly evil agenda that the globalists are trying to create a Star Trek world, uh, you know, with this, with this delusion. And exactly. This, it's build back better. They say they've got to destroy this world before they build their utopia, but all they're building is hell on earth. They are. It is hell on earth. And that's, that's the difference. We recognize it. We smell the death. We sense the evil behind their animated lies and demonic smiles. Uh, and, and it's causing us to, to retract and pull back and say, no, we're, we're going to uh, uh, create uh, our own communities, our own tribes, our own uh, uh, you know, regions aside from this. And I, I think you know, that's another reason Putin and Russia has, have stood up and have said wokeism is a crime against humanity. Russia w wrote into its constitution that marriage is between a man and a woman. Why can't the United States do that? Why can't states do that? Marriage is between a man and a woman. It was created by God for, the, for being fruitful and multiply, not for a perverse, uh, 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 you know, masturbatory exercise and uh, all of the other uh, dysfunctions that follow the homosexual, transgender, uh, surgical alteration, we're creating uh, a generation of madness. And I've said this before, too. We are suffering this curse, this affliction, because of the bloodshed and chaos and violence that we've unleashed upon the world for the past 20 years, starting with 9-11. So Bush and Cheney and these other traitors and Obama and Biden uh, that launched us into this military juggernaut since 2001 onward, we're now reaping the benefit of that curse, or I should say the horrors of that curse. Uh, and, and that is the spiritual moment where people need to, as God says, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, I will, I will uh, heal their land. We have to pray for a healing of our land. We have to also stand up. And stand say, there, no, sir, I'm back in 60 seconds on target. Scott Bennett. All right, we're now into hour number three. Our guest leaves us here in about 10 minutes. And I'm going to cover all this other insane news I've not hit yet. Um, well, we're going to do five more minutes, family, and then we're going to take calls there. Your discretion will be advised. Our team's now in El Paso with Michael Yon.
They'll be reporting throughout the war room today live from the collapse of the border that's already happened but will accelerate tonight when Title 42 expires at midnight. Scott Bennett was commissioned into the U.S. Army as an officer, Special Operations, 11 Psychological Operations Battalion. I'll go over his whole background. Shell Game, whistleblower.com. He's got a very important book that's a report to Congress you should get. And the time we have left, that, that, that message to the minions that are just going along with the system out of fear of losing their job versus the globalists that are in control, 99-plus percent of people are going to be destroyed by this new world order depopulation program. You go back to Carnegie Endowment after World War I, they said the way to have peace is cap tyranny, trigger wars beforehand, depopulate. So that decision by the ultra-rich has been made. They don't like looking at masses of humanity. This is their program. But the rest of us going along with it is purely satanic agenda. It's suicidal. Plus, we're designed to stand up and build communities, humanity. It makes us feel good. It, 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 it's, it's who we are. So for all the people that have been asleep or serving evil, you're not empowered because you're not being a good person. And there's, I think there's always time except for certain really evil individuals to turn back. I think that's the story of and, and, and the truth of Christ on the cross uh, with you know, one person repented and the other didn't. Or look at Saul of Tarsus on the road to Damascus. So directly addressing those in the system. You already addressed those fighting it, and it was great advice. But for people uh, out there that have gone down this road of evil so long, now it's so clear that, that, that true wickedness runs our government and other major governments. What is your message to them? Well, uh, behold, I am the Lord who heals. Let thy light so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. We can all cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ to come into our hearts and heal us. And our past sins are all forgiven and forgotten, and our future sins as well, under the blood of Christ. So even if you are a diabolical devil minion doing all sorts of evil and corruption and abortions and, and all sorts of bad things, whatever it is, Christ heals. Christ calls us. The thief on the cross had the, had, had the moment, and God said, today you'll be with me in paradise. So Christ is our source and our healing and our support. And he is taking away from us, Alex, the idolatry which America has worshipped for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And that idolatry is being peeled away from us, and we're rediscovering the, the, the manna in, in the desert, uh, our, you know, our complete dependence on God. And I think that's the real awakening, is, is, he, is uh, he is unleashing this in America and other parts of the world, too. So my message to those who are part of the, the evil cabal or the, 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 the you know, demoncrats and such, cry out to God. He will heal you if, you know, you not, if he knocks, open it. You know, behold, I, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. There's one name under heaven by which man can be saved. And the most important words, Alex, that people can say, when you go into a supervisor's meeting, when you go into a school board meeting, and you go to that podium and speak, or your little child goes, you say, I am an ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, be my ambassadors. He is in my heart, and I'm telling you right now that any evil, any uh, uh, corruption, any of this perversion that you try and advance, you will be held to account. You will hear the words, depart from me, ye who do iniquity. I never knew you. So be the ambassador. Be bold. Now is the time to be bold because you're right. They try and intimidate. They try and bully. They try and threaten. They try and say, well, we're the FBI or we're, we're, we'll come after you. You have no power except what my Father, Heavenly Father gives you, Christ said. The, the federal government and these federal agencies are falling apart. And I'll say this. This border invasion is the one moment where these states have to bind together and say, no, we are not going to allow an invasion into the United States that will only get worse 
and worse and worse and completely corrupt our body politic into a cancer. And, and, and we've been saying it's only going to get worse when Obama accelerated it, Trump stopped it, now it exploded. I mean, if we think a million on the border right now about to come in as bad, the numbers are the U.N. estimates they want to bring 680 million people here. Yes, yes, and there is the end of the United States. This is the one time and juncture that the states need to defy this fake Biden presidency and these lunatics in Washington and say, no, we are not allowing one bus, one, tr one train, one plane, one car, one caravan, one donkey to come into Texas, Louisiana, New Mexico, Arizona. We're cutting it off and we're asking all the other states to send their people down and help us man the border. If the federal government won't do it, then the United States of America will do it. We do not need the federal government. Uh, we need the hearts and minds of our people and governors to recognize their duty under the Constitution is to protect their people, not other people from every other third world and country. And we know, we know in the 80s they came to Reagan and overall was a good guy. He got misled some and presented him a martial law plan under a collapsed border. He said no, but they are definitely resurrecting Rex 84. Yes, yes, they they have. Reagan was wrong in that original uh, amnesty that they they've done, but this is this is a world changing event, Alex. No one really and you said it well. They're going to flood this country with every third world population person, so that there is no United States of America. You have an escape from New York, uh, uh, you know, District Nine garbage heap, and you think. Uh, uh, little girls being snatched off the street while they're on their little scooters wearing pink dresses is not going to happen. You have another thing coming. These cartels are going to transition their economies into human trafficking, sex trafficking, and they're going to target the little uh, girls in your neighborhoods and your little boys uh, uh, very quickly. This is going to turn into a nightmare if it is not stopped by every veteran. Oh, every it's already begun. I mean, child kidnapping is off the charts, and it barely hits the news. People go to a Mavericks game, and eight-year-old girls get grabbed and are found two weeks later with over 100 men raping them in Oklahoma City. I mean, it's just insane. They're putting fentanyl on kids' arms, in, like little girls outside targets, and grabbing and loading them in vans, and it hits the news one time and gets shut down. That's when the Second Amendment comes in. That's when hunter posse groups come in. That's where men and women rise up and say, not in our community, not in our town, not in our street, not in our court. And by the and way, the I only safe places in Mexico is where the farmers have illegally gotten guns and started doing that. You have to meet this enemy as an enemy. It is a foreign invading force of demoniacs, MS-13 lunatics with faces covered in tattoos. Yeah, you could say they were trained by CIA in the early days, but they are now invading the United States. And it needs to be stopped by all means necessary. And uh, we are in a civil war. We're in a revolutionary war. We've been in a civil war, revolutionary war, since this fake president was, was pushed in by the PSYOP of January 6th. I saw all the documentation. Uh, I, I, I was right there in the middle of it. And their agenda is to uh, destroy this country, destroy the patriots, destroy those Trump-supporting patriots. And again, how does the average uh, FBI, I know most of them aren't involved with special units, same ones that the Whitmer condemning, uh, you know, ran January 6th. How do they get these people to do something so evil against their own family? I mean, it, it, it's just insane. Well, like, it's like, how do they think what they're doing isn't going to affect them? They, like you said, it's two-dimensional thinking. 
a lot of the military, a lot of the FBI and these agencies and these police have never been in the military. They've never sworn an oath uh, as the military officers have or military enlisted. The difference between a military person and, and the police or FBI and such, we've sworn an oath to support and defend the Constitution against the United, of the United States against all enemies foreign and domestic. That oath does not go away. Whether we're retired, whether you're from Vietnam or Korea or Iraq or, or, or anywhere else, this massive pool of veterans between uh, you know, 30 and 90, these are, this is the army of the United States that needs to step in and defend our country, defend our children, defend our families, defend our borders. We need to rise up because the ATF, FBI, and these other federal agencies uh, are, are demonically seduced in a lot of ways. Half these false flag shootings are done with permission of these Masonic entities that are in the police and such. Uh, we, we need to recognize there is no dependency or trust that we can have on any federal force. That's why I, I would say that states should tell the FBI, ATF, you don't have jurisdiction here. No, that's you right. America is a failed state now. We need a new Declaration of Independence, a coalition of states to reconvene and create a new federal government. This current one is totally occupied. Very impressive. Scott Bennett, join us again very soon. Okay, Bear. I thought that was sufficiently important enough for me to play that whole program. And I hope that the family uh, only adds to the level of knowledge and understanding about what the hell is going on in this country. Because if, if you do, if you do, you're going to be just like me. You're going to be livid. Because now you understand that being livid is acknowledging that we are dealing with extremely low frequency orientation which is the devil. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, you know, people got to realize we are at war. And, you know, and like he said, okay, we have a governor here that, you know, she working with the globalists. So, and we got a large malicious uh, people here too. So like he said, the governor not going to cooperate, but it's not up to her. The militias and the, like he said, everybody else, go down there and protect protect that border. This is our home, and we're being invaded. We're just sitting here letting, that's just like sitting in your house and somebody just walking in and taking your stuff and moving in, and you sitting there not saying nothing. Bev, this just came out. The, the, the mayor of New York is coming under fire because now he's talking about sending illegals to them suburbs in New York where a lot of them white people are at, and they raise yeah. in hell already. Yeah. They said they ain't having it. You're not going to send them here, okay? Now, watch this, Bear. Uh, Chicago, there was a meeting on uh, South Side the other day. Oh, look at here. NIMBY, not in my backyard. New York suburbs panic after New York City mayor plans migrant relocation. That's today in Zero Head. They had a meeting here, as I mentioned yesterday, with them talking about housing all these illegals in the black community. Okay? And the black people are now raising hell. It's about time. Yeah, because they accepted these damn Democrats in these sanctuary cities because the people don't know that this is a diabolical program being run by the United Nations and the globalists, the world government people, that are going to nullify anything that approaches black political empowerment, which itself 
is an oxymoron in a system of white supremacy. The real system, there's no such thing as black political empowerment. It's Negroes running the operation of the system of white supremacy. That's what they're doing. That's what you see across the board. And color has nothing to do with it. Nothing. Okay? If, if you heard the white boy, he said, unfortunately, everybody that took that bioweapon, they're going to be dropping dead like flies. That's unfortunate, but that's real. And you will never know because the media ain't going to tell you. If they take over all the media and people start dying, how are you going to know? They're not going to tell you. Uh, Chelsea Clinton came out and said she wants all young children to be mandated to get the venom. Unbelievable, bud. I, we got to let the family in before we run out of okay. time. Yeah, I'm going to shut up. All right. Okay. Um, Kwame? Hotep and better love. Hotep. Hotep better. Kwame better love, my brother. I, I listened to Alex Jones and I listened to his, his guest and they were talking and I said, you know, they got a lot of audacity. You are invaders of an, into another nation or that's what they kept using the word tribe. Tribes of people yes. that were on this continent before you came here and decided and those immigrants coming across the border out of Mexico, that was their land. That ain't Mexico. That ain't, they ain't coming out of Mexico. They're coming from around the world. And they, the United Nations numbers, and I've seen them, the United Nations numbers are upwards of 600 million. That's what Alex Jones was talking but, but, about. But what I'm still saying, Brother X, is that you got the border coming out of Canada. Why aren't they saying anything about all of those Russians and Europeans coming across Canadian borders into America? Not today. Why people? That ain't happening today. I, I guarantee you, it's still come, happening today. Because I, I, let me tell you right something. Here at, at the Canadian border, I haven't heard anything about it. You ain't gonna hear it because uh, here's what the that communist yeah, in Canada did. Anybody that didn't get the three or four vaccines can't go across the border. He shut down the borders and prevented anybody from leaving, particularly. When the truckers uh, were protesting, having to take the venom. Go ahead, Kwame. The Ukrainian immigrants that are coming into America, cross Mexico, into Texas, coming through Canada, they're being allowed to come in here. They're not protesting. Those immigrants coming into... Of course not. Those are Ukrainians. Those are Biden people. Those people are being removed out of Ukraine because they have a whole different plan for Ukraine. That's the part. Is the part we're arguing that by their white people, white people, and then there are people of color coming into this country, and the problem that they're looking at is that they are going to be a minority in this country. They do not want to be that because you're looking at the child. You talking about they talking about the child pedophiles and. Thousands of, of indigenous people went to missionary schools, were raped, killed, and they, they're digging up mass graves. You're looking at 600 million people were here once upon a time, now it's 60 million. 
because they did what? Brought smallpox and disease, and they came in and they murdered in the name, and they just had a coronation the day after the eclipse on, on May the 6th, turned around here and, and had this big festival of here's the king again. What? what the They're doing it again. Uh, but what I'm sharing is you get Britain televised and we're watching this and all this glorification of all of them white people you get the president here and then you get the same thing but what about the rest of the world when they have their coronations and their and their people put into power we don't see them celebrating that we only see certain chosen the british and the americans who show who showing who's showing you that kwame who's responsible for showing you those pictures the media. What you are describing is the system of white supremacy that we've been sitting up here talking about and explaining to people. The reason that you're seeing those images of this pedophile white boy, so-called king, is because he basically is the titular head of all of it. When you talk about the system of global white supremacy, he's the one who dictates what president gets killed. I'm sharing, yes, they're showing you the system of white supremacy. Those two, Alex Jones and his guests, were talking about white supremacy and making this Christian. Christianity is what got us in trouble in the first place with that Bible. Ain't nobody. I'm certainly not sitting here advocating for Christianity. I would hope that our people are smart enough to go beyond the Christian thing because that's what they believe in and listen to the heart, the meat of what they're talking about. I'm saying the globalists and what they're doing in their agenda, what they have been doing since the Berlin Conference in 1884, when they divided up the country and they created this system of white supremacy. The thing is, is their whiteness is is getting to become extinct. And the thing that they're looking at is that this is a global genocide process. The biological, the, the psychological the outright murder of color is the agenda. What we are looking at is which side are we choosing? Because if we go with what he's talking about and what they do, they're going to do the same thing to us. I ain't seen that. I have seen this one. I know what this one is doing, okay? And the very same people that had the Berlin Conference in 1884 are the very same people that are the eugenicists of the day, the Bill Gates, the, the, the let's just call it the Jewish mafia, the Zionist, mob, Zionist mafia, or the no, Kazarians, or whatever you want to call mafia. them. We're talking about the, the real system of white supremacy. And I, I keep saying, it is not the average white boy, white girl, as he just sat there and told you. They, most of the people that took the venom was white people. Guess who's going to be falling off this planet like flies? And that, that, that's in the book, uh, Brown is the New White, because there, there are 12,000 babies born in, on Turtle Island every day. Teen seconds, there's 5,000 of them dying compared to the 1,000 of people of color in this country. That's what they are afraid of. They are so if they're going to die out, let's let them die out. I ain't looking for Juan Valdez and, and Cheek and Chong to give me salvation. Okay. So but let's let them die out. If what you say is true, then we shouldn't have no problem. Let them die right. out. 
Why are you bringing 600 million plus illegals into the country? The answer is because that is the policy of global white supremacy. Otherwise, it could not happen. And that's why I asked the caller last night about the gangs in um, California. Yeah. About Wanda's and them coming in and how they took over the Crips and the Blood. They took over the black right. community. They the got, black uh, what's her name? Uh, the Snuff Dipper. Now she eats black and brown. Black and brown, black and brown. I would ask anybody in this country, show me where the brown come before the black. Because I ain't never seen them come out here and advocate anything for us. Nothing. And that's where we make our mistake. And this is the part that the, the same old thing that we had back in the 60s, and we saw this, and you know, Brother X, is the divide and conquer. The thing that we're looking at is that they do not want – this is what uh, – uh, uh, what's his name? The one they shot up and they killed on the west side that was over the path. Fred Park. Hampton. He, Fred Hampton. Fred Hampton started what we call Rainbow Coalition. He was getting them country white boys from the north side, getting them browns from the south that, that were coming into the Chicago area, and he was going to unite those groups because this is what the whole third world country was about because they were looking at how do we unify people of color, and then they divided that and strategized and divided that, that, that movement down because I, we were see, reading I'm for that I'm for, I'm for sitting down at the table in brotherhood as well. But what I'm not for is a government-sponsored program that allows for military-aged men who are part of a completely different agenda, totally run by George Soros, who's a eugenicist, Bill Gates, who's a eugenicist, Klaus Schwab, who's a eugenicist, Chase Bank, that's a eugenicist, the United Nations, that's the very citadel of eugenicism, okay? I'm not for them running anything outside of their mouths, and that's what this thing is about. But and, I, and I'm in total agreement to that because what you have is, is that all the thing they've done is made AI eugenics. This is what, because I was just in, in Phoenix, Arizona, and they are building Taiwan's trans microchip company has 10,000 people that they just got, the government just gave them $52 billion is, is protected by Homeland Security. They are building microchips. Syracuse, New York is getting ready to, they just broke ground of a hundred, a hundred, a thousand acres that they're building uh, micron computer, supercomputer chip company. This is going to be. This is the next stage of what we're looking at. Transhumanism and and transgenderism is the part of gender genocide. That this is the new playbook of Planned Parenthood. Well, that's the people that you are advocating who are bringing all these illegals here. They are the ones in charge of that, and they're telling you at the same time it's going to remove millions of jobs. So at the same time, they're talking about the technology removing the necessity for the people because they're eugenicists and they run the technology. They know damn well what they're doing. They're telling you, you shouldn't be racist because this is about black and brown. Excuse me. 
I'm going to say it again. When I go where brown is, I see black at the bottom. From Cuba, from Cuba, from Cuba to the Dominican Republic, you name it, all throughout Latin America, Brazil, Chile, you name it, I see black at the bottom. How does that happen? I'll tell you how it happens. It's part of the global system of white supremacy where the CIA has been manipulating them people down there and assassinating their governments and starting wars for the last 50 years. That's how it happens. So now you got a fake out with people like Lula, who's pushing world government uh, programs on his people, making it mandatory that anybody that get anything from the government under his socialist regime got to take the venom. Your children got to have the venom when he know damn well the venom is killing people. We got to snap out of this paradigm that we've been in, because this new paradigm, the left is the most dangerous thing on the planet. The left and the right. I'm saying the left because I'm looking at the people who financing it. They're all leftists. They ain't rightists. To them, this is their right to, 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 to control the world the way they want it. This is their, their feeling of it. I mean, the, the, we can argue and we can debate the point, and I agree to disagree. The thing that I exactly. see is, is that there is, there is the, the artificial intelligence and there is the divine intelligence. And I believe that the divine intelligence will conquer this artificial intelligence and those that want those billionaires and trillionaires that's, that's, that's harvesting whatever they can harvest, they're trying to protect their existence, which is by the law of nature, the law of the universe, the law of the cosmos, their time is up. They have every intention, and this is what AI is about. We've been talking about this, for, and again, uh, we just going to agree to disagree. I think these people have, in, in terms of transhumanism, I think they have every intention of becoming Borg-like. And they have, the, the reason that they want to give people the shots, and they ain't through yet, is because they want to depopulate this entire planet. That's what they're doing. And we can see but this, millions of people dying all over okay. the planet that took this so, damn venom. Okay. So what is well, the purpose? I, I'll, I'll, what what's the purpose of the peop the illegals coming over here and millions? What what is that purpose? It's a resource because what you had just like I gave you the statistics, five thousand of them died. They've got to reproduce through somebody. Well, what well, blacks and whites get together? Doctor Francis Cress Wells taught us very well. She said the white gene is is recessive. So when they, we got a white mixed with a black, it, that baby coming out black. And that is because we are the human, the, our people are the original universal race. And we we're are not arguing race. that. What we're saying is to produce, to have white people hook up with black people produces more black people, not more white people. I'm understanding that, but this is the part what they do in, in all the invasions. When they conquer a land, what's the first thing they do? They start taking Take the women. women because in them taking the women, they reproduce just like the China is doing in Africa right now. You got more African Chinese babies running around now since China invaded Africa than any other time in history. It's because I know of no invasion of China in Africa. 
what do we have going on building the roads and, and, and factories and things that's going on in China and harvesting out the minerals? They were invited there by corrupt African governments that the Africans are going to have to take care of themselves. That's on the people. Still, on the people, but they still reproducing with their women in Africa. That's on the people. When the people get tired of insanity and rise up, there's nothing any government can do about it. But get out the way. Let me, the same let, me, let me let somebody else in. Let me let somebody yeah, else in. Yeah, it's a great show. I, 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 I like the information, and I've heard it so much and seen it, and, and there is a different way that's happening. Uh, yeah, yes, it's sir. always more, more than one way. Okay, okay, yes. Mike. Mike, you on. Your mic yeah, uh, is open. Hotel, 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 Bev and, and Rob. Yeah, okay. I, I, was quite irri- I was quite irritated by that foolishness I just heard. I, mean, I just have to say that. You know, it, it makes Stop absolutely no hands. sense. Mike. Nonsense. Mike. Mike. Yes. That's, yes. Just, that's just his opinion. That's just his opinion. I we all got him. his opinion. Right, right. And Go ahead. Right. I understand that. And that's why we, right as we speak, you you got Negroes on the south side crying boo-hoos about Mexicans coming into their community, but two years ago it was Trump's a racist. racist. Yep. But uh, Biden ain't. He's been up there 50 years writing laws that's got black people getting with their ass in jail as we speak. Yep. Trump's a racist. Still got silly niggas with the same mindset in spite of all that this dude has done up to this day. Foolishness, I just heard. have never gotten along in this country anywhere, to my knowledge. And we know anywhere. that people like Jesse and Al Sharpton, they black and brown until they wore it out. And they didn't have no yep. respect for black folks because black folks had no way of holding neither one of them Negroes uh, uh, accountable, which is why they didn't give a damn what black folk, even though there were plenty of black folks who said, we got an issue with that black and brown, but they didn't give a damn and black folks had no way of holding neither one of them assholes accountable. Because they, they work for the system of white supremacy and they're compensated extremely well. Okay. That black let, community, Rob, huh? no way of holding either one of them creeps accountable even though they were in opposition to that black and brown bullshit. I know. You know I know. Because they're on the payroll. That's why. They've been on the payroll for decades. When the last time you heard of an admitted FBI informant sitting in a hotel room doing dope deals, now he's the chief advisor to the president of the country. That's Al Charlatan. Charlatan, right. Exactly. Anyway, and they uh, somebody else get on. I, I, okay, because they uh they they lined up. We don't have that much time. Okay, General. Let somebody else make a comment. Uh, hotel. Okay, yeah. Hotel. Hotel. Thank hotel. You, and hotel, brother West. Go ahead and let it out. Yeah, I'm gonna give y'all some new shit, man. You know what I'm talking about? But Sister Bear, if you want to throw out uh Shungite, man, don't get no damn uh oregano shit under them cell phone towels. You already know what to do. No, I'm, sitting here, I'm sitting here with some now. Well, throw some under the cell phone towel. All right, and the water. <laughs> okay, get the water. Okay. Instead of, 
I and that's the most stuff. I got new shit for y'all, man. I ain't coming with no same old bullshit. I got new stuff, man. When okay. you go to the store tomorrow, look at the produce, okay? And you're going to see a sticker on something with numbers 40, 25. And the letters are A-P-E-R. A what? Yeah, that's Bill Gates. We talked about that last week. There you go. go. That's A-P-E-E-R. That's Bill Gates. Correct. Okay. So you write on that, uh, 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 Robot X, Robot D, you write on that. Yes, sir. uh, And all the white boys that listen to your show, Bell, what is that, white boy Drew? Get your ass down to the border, okay? (laughs) White boy Drew, all the rest of y'all that listen, these white boys that want to shoot up shit, Take your ass down to Texas, Arizona, California, immediately. Okay? All you pride boys, time to go ahead. Now, you know, stand by, stand by, stand down. Get your ass down there. Y'all want to shoot up shit? Take your ass down there tomorrow. Okay? That's white boy group that be listening to the rest of your crew. Take your ass down there. And, and Sister Bell, I, I, I be trying to show y'all, man. Okay? Like, yeah, we yeah. that wall, like you said. Like we at war, like you said, I be trying to tell y'all not what y'all going to do, but how to do it. Okay? That's why that sister you had on there from Haiti, uh, uh, I was trying to tell her how to go about shit, because she could tell you no tactic that doesn't mean you. Not now. You're slapping their damn guns. And most of y'all women, it's like four foot nothing. Don't, it's, it's a thousand, uh, a robber eggs. It's eight. Thousand black women and girls missing, man. Okay, I'm trying to. Yes, sir. So many, so many babies come up missing in D.C. on an annual basis. You have to ask yourself the question: Where the people raising hell about all these black babies coming up missing? I'm, I'm talking about black women, man. They're the main one, man. Because they don't know. Yeah, how I can't to fight. Just point to them. But I, I understand huh? what you're saying. Go ahead. I'm trying to show y'all, especially our women and men, too, not to be no collateral damage, okay? You got to change the routine up when you're doing shit. You can't just yeah. be running around every day at 5 o'clock doing the same shit, okay? Yeah. So this is the last time I'm going to say this on Bell's show, all right? And you got to take your phone and, and put it on Bluetooth, sweep your damn undercarriage of your car Bluetooth, to see if you got yes. a high tag tracker. Okay? And, and Brother West, I'm going to add this. Make yeah. sure, sisters, when you leave your home because the streets are so damn dangerous, make sure you got one in the chamber. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right, too. And check your damn, uh, your back passenger door because they put zip ties on the, on the women car, single women to mark y'all, to snatch y'all. Because I don't want none of y'all to be no damn uh, casualty of walking. We at walk. That's right. right. So it, it, it ain't no time to be bullshit and talk about I got Jesus. Jesus ain't going to save your black ass. Okay? Not being stupid. Because you being stupid, you're on your own. God don't do stupid, man. And Brown damn sure ain't going to save us, Brother West. Okay. And uh, I'm going to open up another line because we, we, we ran over. Okay, let's okay, do it. Okay, that's all good. Okay, 804-304. Hello, Sister Bev, Brother Robert X, 
Better love. Hotel family, better, better love. love. Better love. Just calling in to um, make a comment, uh, Brother Robert X. Uh, really appreciate the conversation. You expanded the uh, the perspective of just what this country is faced with with the, uh, the immigrants at the border. Uh, one of your yes. previous callers, uh, I think he sort of shrunk the conversation and sort of went in a different direction. But yes. uh, the information that you brought tonight was enlightening. And it expands the, the whole concept of just what's happening to this country. Um, yeah. You know, it's just, it's a, it's a difficult thing when you hear so many people that have perspectives that are telling the truth. But I think that tonight uh, what you did was sort of gave a panoramic view of just what the cities are faced with and how uh, the powers that be are just exploiting the politics of America and the left and the right and the whole pedophilia and LGBT and all of this sort of gets in there, but you've really got to do what you did tonight, and that is concentrate on certain aspects of what the country is faced with and then connect the dots within that panoramic view. And then people yeah, will you be able to, to Pardon? And you're right on it because I'm for removing these criminals out of the government. And all the Latin American countries that were uh, 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 invaded by the CIA and destabilized over and over, this country owes those people reparations. Exactly. See, I'm not against Brown. I'm against exactly. this policy that these people are pushing. Yep. Yep. Okay, can I say one more That's thing exactly about the right. man? the digital dollar in France, what they're doing, they're telling everybody about the people uh, protesting about our retirement. No, hell no. They're trying to pull out the digital dollar. So when the France, they go to the store, they get a whole shopping cart full of groceries. And then when the uh, cash register talking about they're using digital dollars, they, they leave the groceries and say, no, we got cash. Oh, shit. That's what we have to do, man. When they try to get the dollar, go to the store like you're a Mexican on welfare and fill up the cart. And they say they want digital dollars. You say, no, we got paper. We got cash. So that's how you can stop yeah. the digital dollar shit, man. See, I'm thinking about war going ahead. I ain't got no goddamn opinion, man. I got walk at this, man. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. Go ahead, I call. Just want, I do time, but I just want to let uh, Sister Bev know thank you for the platform. Robert X, uh, brother, you, I think you're my brother from another mother. Uh, <laughs> I just thank you for opening up the conversation and connecting the dots. Uh, you touched on so many things, especially the part with Alex Jones and the, uh, the guy talking about how the, the, the venom and uh, how yeah. all that is connected with, an, with the agendas that we are not accustomed to hearing about on a day-to-day basis. We can't get it through the mainstream media. That's uh, that's in the past, uh, Sister Bev. Yes. Uh, thank you again for your your platform. I uh, appreciate you, love you, and Hotep, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you very much. Thank you. We for appreciate you, family. Yes. Appreciate Great, you. And uh, let's Hotep. open up. Uh, better love. Better love. Eight three two. Yeah. How y'all doing? Great. Great. Uh, Excellent, my brother. I I knew you were out there working in the weeds. Go ahead. I heard I heard a tribe comment, brother. I heard you. But look, uh, 
you was right. Yeah, we, we are tribal. But at the same time, brother, the brother sun horse is still on some people of color shit. Minorities. What they don't understand is we always end up at the bottom of all this shit with these people put together. So I ain't trying to get together with a bunch of people other than black Americans who built this country and got the short end of the stick. That's all I give a shit about. Anything else? That ain't my business. I don't care about it, brother. And um, as far as where people going to go, look, we've been hopping from state to state. I left California, Camden, Texas, looking for a better life. Found it, but guess what? Life is getting fucked up here now. So what they're going to do, if they want to force us out of the country, they want you to move globally now. And then you're going to get in some of these little parts of the world, Colombia, parts of Asia, where you ain't got no rights, you ain't got nothing, and you're going to be subjugated like those people in those lands, and they're going to wipe you out and get this population down like they want to, brother. That's what they want to do. Force us abroad and bring the quality of life down for everybody, but killing us off at the same time. So, you know, I'm not not understanding what the brother Sun Horse don't get, but he got to get off of that people of color shit. It's just about black people being fucked over, as far as I'm concerned. Because we always take it worse in this country than anybody else. Uh, As the the temptations say, take a look around. Take a look around. You take a look around, tell me. Go over the globe. Even the Arab countries. Where the black people in the Arab countries. They get treated like trash. You know it. Thank you. You know, they call them slaves. That's what they call them. So, so, so. You know, it's like at some point in time, we got to snap out of it, brother. And I think our backs are finally against the wall. And uh, I think black people in this country raised to take a stand. And, and you're right. We got to get tribal and take care of us. I don't give a shit yeah. about brown. Brown don't do shit for me. I come from a place where brown hates black. Okay? Absolutely. And that's just what it is. Uh, uh, like I told y'all, we got prison gangs that run things in the streets and are having people murdered and killed, even their own people. They don't just do it to us. They do it to their own people. So you know if they do it to their own people, they don't give a shit about doing it to us. So Yes, we just saw uh, this past weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be sharing some things with you with regards to some of those uh, prison gangs and some of the ideologies with the Mexican mafia. See, because people don't understand it. That they work with white supremacist groups, brother. So that is correct. a lot of these people they hand in hand with these people uh, against our deny our, our demise. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up because I know you want somebody else to get in. Uh, y'all have a good night. Thank you. Excellent comments, family. Okay, yeah. and better love. And by the way, family, you definitely want to be here next Monday, uh, next Tuesday, because we're gonna open up a can. All right. And, hey, we could do it Monday if you want to, because uh, Tugmos is not going to be here till the following Monday. Uh, no, because I got an appointment next Monday. Okay. But All right. Tuesday, so we'll keep next it. Tuesday okay. is good. All right. Okay. I'll just play a rerun. Okay, Tugmos, you live. What's going on, family? Great. Oh, Tug, better love, my brother. Better love, better love, man. Hey, man, I couldn't agree with the last brother more. The people of color say you got to get off, man. It's no brown and black coalition. I'm, it's no black and black coalition. I was with my brother last night that called in from California 
I know you was against them, but I'm like, nah, man, you foreigners from the Caribbean islands and especially from Africa, no, you know what I'm saying? We need to separate from them as well. You know, they they come in to steal our then there was our identity theft. Man, they trying to come here and steal our identity and put us down at the same time while replacing us. No. You know what I'm saying? So no, nah, I, I I totally agree with him. Uh but I wanted to say, man, I was reading from the um the book from human I mean, from trans, transgender to transhumanism. From transgender mm-hmm. to transhuman, which was written by Martine Wolflock. And I was reading from the book, and she was talking about creating this new species called Persona Cretus to replace Homo sapiens. And yes. Persona Cretus will be born outside of the womb for 20 yes. months. And it will go to a full-size adult. And uh, it won't be tied down to any sex because it doesn't have any genitalia. It will be That's totally free and liberated. And it will also be electrically wired. You know, it yes. will be totally superior to humans uh, physically. Uh, but the plan that she has is it's another company she has called LifeKnot, like astronaut, LifeKnot. And she yes. upload you upload your mind files every day. All your you give it pretty much permission to go through everything you do, and you know. It's a GTP type function, I guess, and no one tries to figure out what you're going to do next until it can accurately right. pinpoint uh, everything that you're going to do. And when you pass, they put this thing in the water, it grows or whatever, you know, it grows for its 20 months, and um, then they put the, your mind file in it. And once they put your mind file in it, it starts off right where you left off. At. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. And I'll my mind. Thank you. Okay, let me see. Can we get two? We get two. Thank you, Tuckmos. Uh, two, one, five. I got one oh, thing sir. to add oh, in, Bill. That's well, 1990s Robert X talking about creating a new species. Go ahead, family. Okay. Better love, sister Bear. Better love, better love. 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 He, he 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 like instituted e verify, and all the illegals. They I don't know where they went. They went back home. They went somewhere. But uh, yeah, it's about to you be right? jobs. <laughs> it's about to be jobs. Crazy. Yes. Yep. Yes. You right, bro. Board, Those are the kind of things that need right to happen. Go to school right now. If you ain't in school for something, you better go to school for you. You better go to school for something. Personally, I'm thinking about going to school for welding. To be honest, I was going. I remember I was telling y'all, you know, I wanted to be a teacher and all that. I don't, I don't yeah. know too much about that. Like, it's a good profession. It's good. I don't want to have to hurt one of these kids. So, have I'm, you ever I'm, seen I'm the movie Elysium? Try to choose well. Elysium. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. I I've seen it. What was Elysium's character's profession? A welder. Bingo. Because wasn't he working? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to do You're that. You're on the after something. That, the country had been flooded by illegals in the movie Elysium, where the standard of living was taken down to slavery. People had to literally beg to survive 
while the rich people live off planet. Go ahead, family. We're not going to family or your sons, even your daughters. We're not going to survive not knowing building trades. Like, we're not going to survive not knowing building trades. We're not going to yes. survive not knowing our agriculture and all that. So now that they implement this, this E-Verify and a lot of other places going, you know, take hold of this too and do the same thing. Um, yes. A lot of these enclaves is going to be done and over with. Like, our time is now. Like, I'm, I'm, I got a whole different vibe about me, a whole different sense of what's going on. Our time is now. We just got to get on it. Everybody yes. is ignorant. Let them, let them stay ignorant. Let them stay in the dark. Don't tell them. Time for telling people stuff is over because, like, I'm fed up, brother. Like, like I'm I'm all the way up to my top of my head. Like, I, I don't even think I can go no further with telling people stuff and trying to get people to understand what the hell is going on. You Understood. What you know and and, and help everybody out because the, the killing, the, the, the crazy-ass mindset is just out of control. Like, you, 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 you just can't stop it. Um, here... You know, we got our mayor race coming up. Um, we're about to have a – so Philadelphia has it. So the oldest Masonic temple is having its 100, 150th year anniversary, and Philadelphia mm-hmm. is also going to have its 100th year mayor. Like, I guess this is our 100th mayor or something like that. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know. We might have a Korean lady as a mayor. Which is oh, my God. Out. Like, it's, it's creeping. <laughs> hey, Brother Rob, like, it's creeping me out. And it's not creeping me out because I'm not hating on her because she's Asian or, or nothing like that. It's just creeping me out off of we just had spies get busted. We just had Chinese spies get busted. So it's like. I don't know, and then she's like a progressive. She just got backed by Bernie Sanders. I don't know what's going on. You just hit it right on the head. You just hit it right on the head. She's a communist. They call her progressive. She she put it safe in, in injections. Like, it's, it's just a lot. So, um, Absolutely. But she had a building trade. And I, I guarantee you, her opposition ain't far from her. And, and I well, know a person. She got a black lady. I, I know a, a black person. lady. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Sister Beth. No, I was just saying, I know a person that works at the post office, and it's a Chinese a person that's over the post office, and she bringing in all of the Chinese and moving the blacks out. We being taken over. So yeah. now that you said that, so all the little enclaves in Philadelphia that black people were starting to move to, um, in particular, this area called Northeast Philly. All yeah. those areas where black people were starting to move to, guess who moving in there? Chinese and Korean people. I, Unbelievable. I haven't seen as many Chinese people in my life. That's because, my brother, they understand that as they disarm America, right, and remove the military by turning into some LGBT they're going to give up this country to China. That's the game plan. So now that you say that, they got a they had a video game. It was on PlayStation Three, if I'm not mistaken. It, it, it was on PlayStation Three or PlayStation Four. Basically, yeah. America got taken over by North Korea, and the game takes 
place from there. Um, guess what city but it ain't the game North takes Korea. place North in? North Korea is no threat to anybody. It's mainland right. China right. and the Chinese Communist Party. Right. That, that's what <laughs> Biden... That's why Biden is in trouble right now, okay? That's why Orange Man focused exclusively on China, not Russia. Yep. And another thing, family, take advantage of all these credit repair uh, programs because what America does, you know they can't tell you. You know they got to tell you a little bit of their sinister plans, you know, so they don't get that karmic debt or whatever whatever the hell they got going on, right? Yeah. Get y'all credit in order. Get y'all credit in order. That's why they're coming out with all these credit programs. That's why they try to, they're telling people to get their credit in order because that social yes. credit is coming. Yes. Hey, hey Rob, did y'all Unless hear what people GP, say they ain't going to take it. Uh, Go ahead, family. Chinese Prime Minister GP never said, he said the days is over, the old white man running the world. The Chinaman man says them days is over for the old white man running this country the world. That's and I agree China with him. Man. But I don't want to see Ho Chi Minh running, or uh, uh, Miles A. Tong running the world either. That's the point. I was just about to say that. I think I'd rather deal with that old up. white man than, than them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, you got, all y'all women got to do is go there and shake your ass in front of him. He walks out. <laughs> you see, again, once the people decide that they are going to stop killing each other for these rich white and Asian, because the Asians are very much, the old families in Asia are very much heavily involved in all of this. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Heavily involved. The, the people are going to have to stand up and say, ain't no kings and queens no longer allowed on this planet, and that people are going to treat each other respectfully. We go, if I go to Mexico, I'm going to respect Mexican culture. If Mexicans go to Ghana, they're going to respect Ghanaian culture. And the same goes for they everybody else on the planet. It. That's what's missing. The humanity is missing from the planet because it's being run by demons of all colors. They don't respect. See, it's not that we got a problem with them. It's the fact that they don't respect us. They don't respect personal space. You be in line at the supermarket, wherever you at, somebody Asian yeah. be right, like right up on your ass, like right there. You be yeah. Yeah. like, amigos like that can you too. back up? The Mexican like that too. Now you arguing, now you arguing with them, you beat them up or yep. something like that, now it's Asian hate. You're being disrespectful. Yep. Why are you all up on me? Why are you? Because they've been propagandized, you know, just state. like the Africans that come here have been propagandized that the black people are thugs and gangsters. Well, the same applies to the Asians who come here. They have a, 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 a picture of us based on who has been showing them our portrayals. That's the mainstream media and Hollywood. Family, it's up to us to show them who we really are and to tell them what we're really about. Because as exactly. me hanging around Africans and me hanging around Jamaicans and Haitians and stuff like that, when they first get here, they don't know. They know the basic story to get their citizenship. They don't know the Stokely Carmichael story. They don't know, you know, Correct. Uh, Bobby Hemet. They don't know Phil Valentine. They don't know, Correct. you know, uh, John Herbert Clark. They don't know these people. Once you give them these people, once you give them this type of information, 
their whole mindset, everything about them change, and they see what this country really is about and what is, you know, what's really you know, going what, on. My brother, what you said is so important because if you take a listen to these people running around here calling themselves LGBT and all that, you ain't hearing Dr. Clark's message. You ain't hearing nope. not a bit of it. None of it. Nope. He's been kicked to the curb. And, and, when you, and when you deal with them type of people, all you got to do is bring up James Baldwin. James Baldwin was gay, but he didn't yeah. put that to the forefront. He didn't put that to the forefront. He put us to the forefront. Because he understood that he was we black first, and that came out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I got immense respect for James Baldwin. As a matter of fact, he's one of my heroes, in spite of the fact that he was gay. So what? Because it ain't about that. It ain't. Don't nobody care what nobody's doing. I, as long as exactly. you put it in my face and bringing it to me, nobody cares. It's when you push it right. on me. It's when you pushing it on our kids. This shit is sick. This shit is it sick. Is. And 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 what's going on? Nobody. And it's because they want to justify the behavior at the elite elite levels who engage in all kind of debauchery. So in order for them to be able to do what they want to do, they want to subject everybody else to what they do because they want it legalized. Nobody agrees with it. No matter how much they try to force these people upon us, nobody agrees with it. Nobody. And the ones that do agree with it, they the ones that they put on TV to make you think, oh, the world's agreeing with this. Nobody agreeing with that. Nobody agreeing with that. These drag shows, these kids be up there putting money in songs and all that. This shit is sick. It, it, it's sick, and we're going to have to, at some point, at some point, and I hate to say it, the talking is going to have to stop, and it might even got to get physical. I don't even want to say that on this program, but it's getting to that point because people is set up, and excuse my language, the niggas in the hood, know what's up, and when the time is right, everybody ready to do what they need to do. It's just an ice-breaking point got to happen for that 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 switch to snap off because everybody got to feed their kids. People got to pay their bills and stuff like that. It's, it hasn't been anything to really make us be like, all right, all right, enough is enough. You would have thought, you know, the venom and all that stuff would have been like, all right, that's enough. No, 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 no. It's going to take something real, real big for everybody to just snap. And when that happens, I think we're going to take our rightful place. I I think that we off the air, so. And I think that. Better love, family. All right. So better love, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining the conversation. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.